What's the wood truck one? The wood truck one is impossible. Sleazy Sally wood, wood truck lost truck thousands truck, truck to Bitcoin. Yeah. How much That's wood a woodchuck over yeah. here, at least. I don't know how, about wood. Uh, how, how much wood could a woodchuck truck of woodchuck could chuck wood? Yeah. Oh, if it was truck. How much wood would a wood truck chuck? If a wood truck could chuck. What's a wood, a wood chuck? chuck is it's a little animal. Yeah. It's oh, like is it? Ground, it's small, yeah, it's a groundhog. It's a small well, animal. I'm, yeah. I'm probably fucking up then. Yeah. yeah. It's like the it's like a crossbreed between a, a groundhog <laughs> and a beaver. <laughs> oh. No, it's it's literally just a groundhog. Oh shit. No, you guys yeah, probably apparently. right. How much wood would a wood chuck chuck of it? That seems easier though to just yeah, yeah, chuck with, yeah, that's what that's all it is. Yeah. Ben, the first thing on when I Google woodchuck is a hinterlands who's who linked. <laughs> oh god. Oh my god. <laughs> all right. Yeah. That's oh man, yeah, that's, that's like part of our heritage, you know, yeah. those hilarious videos on CBC. <laughs> I just see a cheeky little beaver just really going off. He's yelling at something. Sleazy Sally sells soft slap <laughs> sandbags. <laughs> that's just yeah. a Look at that cheeky cunt. Bitch! <laughs> 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 Oh, I love that bitch. <laughs> this is all very good for an audio podcast. I have to cut all this because there's a visual reference. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You, well, you know, you do have a vi- you do it. There's a visual component to the podcast. It's you true. Just, you're right. You just true. link these. Uh, Draw the viewers in with yeah. excessive visual gags. Yeah, the woodchucks. With the woodchucks. <laughs> that always brings in the boys. Yeah. <laughs> How much woodchucks does it take to bring the boys back to town? <laughs> just one. Yeah. I never forget there's a tweet that's like there are a million songs about fucking but only one about the boys being back in town. Such a good such a good tweet. That is actually really true. Oh god. It's what, that one kinda, that one has waves to it. You just gotta think about it. Uh, it's so true. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's really tickled me. <coughs> I gotta watch. What's the name of the What's the name of that tickled movie? Is it just tickled? Tickled. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's a good documentary. I know. I want to watch it. Yeah. It's a nightmare. Ended it's up horrifying. watching. Ended up watching Firewalk with me last night in its entirety on Blu-ray, and it was fuck. It was good. Fuck. It was good. Yeah. <clears throat> God, I love that feature film. Tickled just keeps going as well. There's like a follow-up video on YouTube. That Ooh, yeah. like an epilogue. Like a little 15, 20 minute epilogue, with a, yeah. Where the story continues and it gets more and more awkward as it goes on. It's really great. Oh, okay. it's so weird. I'll have, to watch that, I'll have to watch that with Sarah because Sarah has an irrational fear, like a deep, deep fear of tickling. Oh, so, yeah. no. We'll have, to, we'll have to watch that together. I, I watched that on an airplane and it was a little weird because there's definitely some sexualness to some of the tickling. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's great. And it's all very harmless. Mm-hmm. The, the you know what's shown on screen but it's yeah. still like these people are almost naked and they're all tickling each other i hope no one beside me is watching mm. <laughs> just keeps getting weirder and weirder as it goes on as well it really does i cannot wait to give it oh away. oh no i've got hiccups well oh god oh no we'll have to do this t- wouldn't be <clears> a joe <throat> recording if he wasn't you guys free tomorrow joe's full got of hiccups. flatulence of some <laughs> coming out of some end yeah i'm always usually expelling top, air thankfully. from somewhere Okay, we're ready. I feel I feel phlegmy. I did my dehumidifier in the basement's full, and I forgot to empty it last night. And I also fell asleep in the basement. <laughs> I slept in the basement last night, so <laughs> I fell asleep on the couch after firewalk with me. I mean, sniffly for like a month. Is that something to do with my flat? 
If you've been sniffly for a month, it's you've been asbestos. sniffly for four years. You've been sniffly forever. It's yeah, how true. do you stop being sniffly? Yeah. Uh, v- vitamin C. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> sure. Sure. I'm drinking that OJ. It was like vitamin D. That's both. That's okay. the sunshine. Oh, yeah, I'm not getting that. No, 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 no. That's a take your Spilling yeah. raining here today. Oh, I'm so jealous. Yeah, spilling. It is light and breezy over here. Yeah, it's 17 degrees out. We are on 21, which I will allow. I'll it allow it. Thir- it's 13 here. Ooh, spicy. That's only 9.30 in the morning as well. So. Ooh, cool day for the boys. No, that's pretty standard out here. Do the intro. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to another edition of the Defend the House podcast. Uh, I'm Ben, of course, joined by Joe and Jameson. Uh, Joe, I heard you got, um, I heard uh, this was, I heard this through the grapevine. Uh, You have received some fine art in the mail. Uh, You care to describe that a little bit? Oh my god, really? Mm. This is an audio podcast. Ben, Ben did a very, very offensive drawing (laughs) of myself. Oh, and the most offensive. offensive thing about the whole thing is that he suggested I like anime. So that thing is going straight in the garbage. I think that was a suggestion from me. <laughs> <laughs> it was a collaborative. It was a collaborative you, effort. You did um, consult. I drew, okay, I didn't know you knew about it, Jameson. I'll send you a picture, oh, yes. Jameson. It's oh, not I have a picture. Oh, Jameson's I, got I pictures. Picture. Oh, it was okay. very much. I have very, work in progress. I have Four, five, six work in progress pictures. Yeah, it was very much collaborative. It, uh, you know, it, it, it was something... I, I I put I, I just I let it all out I I expressed myself <laughs> on the sheet uh, and I needed you know Jameson to kind of to kind of curb my raw talents and he you he could really send helped. me an updated picture so that the people that watch the video can see it yeah I mean, it's yeah. not it's not artistically terrible I'll give you that mm-hmm. I think it's quite accurate I think it captures a lot about me as well you know I wanted that's what, and see that's really what I was going after I needed to. I wanted to put what makes you you onto the sheet, onto the canvas, uh, mm-hmm. as, as we in the art world say. Um, Facial yeah, hair was a bit was a bit yeah. offensive, but okay. I th- mm, offensive in, w- in in what way? I mean, it looks silly, and I don't want to look silly. Okay, well, well, that wasn't intentional. I was only <laughs> trying to. Uh, Fuck you, dude. It was unintentional. It was not intentional. It was only trying to. Uh, you know, I was only trying to translate life uh onto uh the the the, the sheet the the blank uh scape in which all right I let's move on from this fucking stupid picture i hate it oh yeah put it on the wall Just no. put it on the wall make me happy i'll wipe yeah. my ass of it well that's a use i suppose uh, <laughs> if you haven't if you haven't gleamed from this discussion already we discussed video games uh, games that we've played, <laughs> games that are uh, coming up, and some uh, some gaming news as well. Uh, this is yeah, this is I think is this eight? We always fuck this no. up. No, oh my no. god, it's episode five. I say eight every episode. I think. <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, I mean, you might actually be right because we did a bunch of not numbered podcasts for E3, but too true. This is canonically number five. Okay, boys, uh, <clears throat> taking things to the wild west what did you guys think 
of doom uh, looks great all that doom <laughs> of all that doom eternal <laughs> doom uh doom the tundra i believe is what they're tundra yeah. on hell on tundra is what they're they've subtitled the newest doom game uh i'm, I'm fascinated how you went from the wild west to tundra are those not what is a tundra is the tundra, tundra is the arctic based? oh tundra is the arctic <laughs> oh re- oh oh fuck oh i fucked that up leave it in keep it in uh, <laughs> uh, what do you guys think of uh, all that juicy, juicy RDR two uh, footage? What do you guys make of it? Do you guys think? Uh, I think th- I think it just looks like pure piss. I think Red Dead Redemption two was a nice palate cleanser for the more important trailer that happened the day after. To be completely honest, yeah. No, uh, it looks like another Red Dead game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and it looks does. good. That's about all I have to say. It yeah, uh, I, it looks just it looks exhausting boys what do you mean i look it looks beautiful and i see i see the depth and this is the direction that i think i might have said in a podcast before this is the direction where open world games have to go and that despite scale they have to get deeper and so (laughs) it feels i I, if there's a studio this is fascinating to me because i know what games you've been playing recently and how you feel about them and i want to have a discussion later about what the fuck games do you like because i don't know <laughs> no, I'm, yeah. because i don't think you care about deep open worlds i think you like no the i don't no 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 no, no 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 i'm not saying this is what i want because that's oh, what i'm saying okay, okay. i'm that's saying good. like i'm saying um like if there's a studio that can do a deep open world game like they have before <laughs> to the uh cutting edge that technology would allow it's been rockstar and cd project red but yeah it's it's tipping over now where these open world games don't necessarily have to be larger in scale but had to have more depth and more um more intricacy and in, in missions and and uh, choices and consequence and i feel like this is going to be a game that is uh very heavy in consequence and like where the path splits off and man that just oh man that makes my chest tight and i feel like this is a game is going to yeah be a lot of i think i know what you're saying it's I, I it's <laughs> it's expanding into a a type of product where you don't feel like you see everything in one playthrough. Is yeah, that what you're saying? Th- yeah, and that's always that's my biggest fear with open world games, like with The Witcher and things like that, is that I'm gonna miss content because I've yeah. gone a certain way, and I'm I fear that that is gonna be a byproduct of the future of open world games like this, like where where the storytelling is really well done and the path is so defined that you are gonna miss out. Like, it's not like the way Fallout 4 was, Joe. I remember you explained your experience with Fallout 4 is you literally did both. Like, you could pick side A or side B, <laughs> yeah. and then you just did both and then put them against each other and kind of, kind of like, I limped across it. the... Yeah, you fucked it and limped across the finish line. <laughs> so it's like, I feel like games are really going to not let you pick the other side, and then it's going to be three 200-hour playthroughs. It's like, Yeah, Jesus I know mercy. what you're saying. I don't yeah. think... We can conclude that from what we saw in the trailer. They definitely were like, uh, there's more consequences with the AIs. Like, if you mm-hmm. kill people, people know specifically if you killed a character, and that will have repercussions. But I don't yeah. know if they've said there's different quests, which will be opened or locked off depending on those choices. Yeah. I don't like that stuff in RPGs. I know it makes the world feel more alive, but I remember quitting Fallout New Vegas because there was like four different endings and you had to choose a faction and you could only do one per playthrough and i was like oh for god's sake oh joe yeah. it's called saves coming come on <laughs> i did but i just couldn't be bothered to like read because you you know you level up your progress you get weapons and if yeah. you 
you're losing 20 hours to go back to that oh, choice. Oh, right. Oh, right. The faction stuff isn't just like a, yeah, it's like a long Yeah, like, up, I right, mean, Skyrim right. had something where you had like a choice between <clears throat> two very minor <clears throat> factions, but this was in, like intense and... I don't want to play a game like four times to see all the content. I don't I want to see the content. I'm paying for the game. I want to play the missions. I don't agree with this at all. Sure. I, I don't give a fuck about missing content. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm quite happy knowing that there's stuff I haven't seen because I don't need to see everything in a... When the game is... Uh, if it's a small game, like, yeah, I would like to. But if it's a huge game like The Witcher or Red Dead... I, yeah, but in I'm the Witcher, you can't miss main quests, things. you know? You miss no, side and you, quests. No, you won't be able to miss main quests in Red Dead either. Like, it's, well, it depends. It's a New Vegas was formed, I know, a different company, but they formed yeah. it around, like, main quest lines were with different factions. Well, sure, yeah. If it's but, substantial, but, I, I do want to see all the stuff. Yeah, that's fair. But I I, I, I completely saying, understand it, it, but I just, I personally, it doesn't bother if, me at all. If the game I, is I'm, fun enough and has enough hooks in the comp, like, if, if it feels, like, yeah, sure. If, if it warrants like another playthrough or further exploration because do you want to play the game more? For sure, I can definitely see how that's appealing. Yeah, or but I just, love Rockstar dialogue and character stuff. But I'm also okay with <clears> knowing <throat> that I'm not. I maybe didn't see everything. <laughs> I, yeah, it's just I don't a need life to hundred personality thing. It's like I don't need to know everything about everything or see everything. Uh, I guess I'm just a lame-o as FOMO. And I'm just but I'm I am curious thing. what the choice stuff is like because mm-hmm. I yeah. like they like their main stories a lot and they like people to see all of their main story or as much of it as possible, you yeah. know, and GTA five, GTA five has like what one, no, two missions that you can't see because, and they're just right at the end. Mm. And it's like, who do you kill at the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this person, this person, or this person or none of them. And that, and that's like one mission that you miss out on. But yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I'm curious what the side stuff I have to imagine all the choice stuff is in the side is in the side quest. That, that's yeah. Actually, no. Fine. Now that I'm thinking about it, GTA Four had a bunch of oh shit. Had yeah, like three or four act characters two branched off. Like <clears throat> and Act Three, I think as well. You yeah. had to kill like this person or that, and then later on you had another choice that yeah. affected things. But I don't know. I, it's never bothered me. I remember Joe saying one time that he like would look up consequences like when he was playing Mass Effect mm-hmm. because okay, he wanted listen, to like Mass Effect <laughs> choices are terrifying. They're terrifying. And I, and I like that stuff. I like fucking up Oh my god. There was one in Mass Effect missing things. 3 when you have to pick between two races. <laughs> yeah. So you, you pick a genocide. It was, Jesus Christ, man, I'm scared. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I completely understand. Just waking up sweating like, oh shit, yeah. the, Kro- the Krogans. Oh, fuck. I didn't, I didn't sign up for this anxiety. I understand the that. I just, it's not, I don't, I don't get too bothered by it. And if it's a game I really like, then I'll just replay it to see some of the other stuff. I know um, we're going off on a hypothetical tangent here in regards to, to Red Dead, but I also feel like uh, Cyberpunk is going to be really bad for this. Like, uh, consequential uh, decision-making. Oh, Maybe. for sure, yeah. I mean, The and Witcher 3 is full of it. Like, Well, yeah, exactly. So it's, yeah, it's... It's uh, it's a, it's it's neat because it's it's great for narrative and it's great to uh, it's great for really making you feel like you have weight and presence in the game world. But yeah, as as a human being who has to play the video game, fuck, I I just I, don't think you should get stressed about it when it's a big game. Like it depends what I miss. It depends. Yeah, if it's just well, like another fair. little yeah. mission where I shoot some boys and. And I guess some... that's the whole point of making a decision as you are making. And if you decision. like get to the end and you feel like you didn't enjoy it or you would have much if you know you regret making the choice you did like that's i can understand that but i i don't i i don't know just don't don't worry about it when it's a huge game like that you know 
Yeah, the decisions are splintered smaller. When it's like fucking Wolfenstein yeah. and it's a completely different campaign because you chose somebody else, that's where well, it's like... I mean, it's not... Yeah, at least it's only it's two like, campaigns and you, it's nothing to play it again for 12 hours. I think yeah. Rocks, you can trust Rockstar. They're smart. They're not going to make it so if you kill someone, yeah. you don't get to do the train robbery or something like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. They would yeah, never yeah. want anyone to miss out on cool missions mm. because yeah. they're very in love with themselves. I'm excited. A good thing. Uh, I think as you two and I are for the multiplayer, I'm going to see really more about what that it's about. That will be interesting, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> no? I, I don't well, I guess, care at all I about guess, the multiplayer. I, I guess I care about the heists piece. Like if the, there are heists, that's the cooperative great. piece, yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I, I mean, G- I'm GTA I'm Online. Like, even though the format got strange, it was fun for the time we played it. We got like 10, 20 hours out of it, maybe. Mm-hmm. I guess, it, it was fun. yeah. I, I'm cu- like, a, like more just academically curious about what they do with online mm. because GTA Online is terrible. Like it's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, and I would hope that they like learned a lot to make just like quality of life better in Red Dead. And yeah. I'm curious what they do with modes and and world, especially now that it's next gen. Uh, and I would love if they did co-op heists again. But yeah, uh, but I'm I I'm not looking forward to Red Dead for the online. It's purely single player. Uh, sure. And if they figure out the online and do it well, then then that's just like oh good great now we can play some online. That'll be fun. Yeah. But like I, was... I don't think I ever touched the online in the last Red Dead. I was pretty pleased with. Uh, I liked. I played a little bit of uh, the competitive multiplayer, the team deathmatch, and the original Red Dead. But I really yeah, got into it when the zombie mode came out. Oh, zombie there was multiplayer engines. zombies. Yeah, oh, I had, yeah. See, I had oh. no idea. <laughs> they, had the, they had a DLC that they actually put out on disc as well um, for a zombie mode. And uh, oh, I remember the zombie expansion. I just yeah, don't remember anything. I'm interested to see if they do more PVE uh, or cooperative stuff for RDR2, or even if they go revisit that. yeah yeah online's gonna be really interesting i think people that are like consistently terrified of the online like being the main thing in red dead uh don't understand how rockstar like operates you know like Mm -hmm. the online will obviously be a huge component of the game but the people that run the company of rockstar are still like these egomaniacal writers that need to have a huge campaign so they can write in it and they're very good at that you know (laughs) like there's going to be a massive campaign that they oversaw and then there'll be another team doing the online uh if the online's good it's like uh, a cherry on top yeah yeah totally be a nice surprise yeah, hopefully they make it easy to, you know, join other people and stay in a session together, which Ooh, yeah. GTA Five did not figure out, uh, which is yeah. kind of crazy. I have looked at those clouds in San... <sighs> not San what's it called? Los Santos? Los Santos, yeah. I've looked at the cloud for a long time on the online oh. sessions. God. Yeah. I'm staring at clouds. Yeah. That, I still can't... I will never forget the, the bug you and I had, Joe, when we were doing the heist on PS4, where it, sometimes you would fully disappear from my PSN friends list when we oh, were yeah. playing GTA. You would go offline in GTA and it would like scrub you from existence of the internet on the, on the PlayStation <laughs> end of things. It was so bizarre. Deleting Joe. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Rip me. Yeah. But yeah, um, I, I find it hard to get extremely excited about another one. You know what I mean? Sure. I struggle to get like really, really pumped for sequels because mm-hmm. I find 
new products and experimental gameplay and trying something new very interesting mm-hmm. until I saw mm. Doom Eternal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, I was dude, like, hot damn. Holy guacamole. I've watched that. Uh, Doom. I've watched <laughs> the Quakecom footage probably four times now. Like, I, I've seen it twice. I have only watched it once, and I kind of wish I hadn't watched all of it once. <laughs> well, I think it's just because... more than anyone was expecting. It was, yeah. So that 25 was like minutes. 25, yeah, 25 minutes of gameplay. Um, mm. What a what a good showing of a game. Holy cow. Like, yeah, I've never seen anyone... Was... Like show console and then be like, "Well, look at it on PC." Yeah, the 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 two guys that are in charge of that game are very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they know what they're doing and they're good at. They're very confident that that whole demo. They just come out and they're like, "Yeah, let's doom y'all. Here's some yeah. doom." And they're like, "Damn, that looked fucking good, huh? Let's show it again on PC." And they're like, "Damn, look at that. That looked fucking good, huh, boys?" And everyone's excited. And they're like, "All right, that's it. No, just kidding. Here's another ten yeah. minutes, and that looked even better than the prior stuff." It did, yeah. Um, I do that- love. I love the little flavor piece. Sorry to interrupt, but like when he's mm. they're showing concept art, and he's like, "Doesn't that guy look like a Slayer?" There's a story to that. They're yeah, like, they're they are so proud of it. Like they're yeah. so proud, and they know. Yeah. Just, it must feel was, so good to go up <laughs> on that stage and to be like the heroes of this product. Yeah. That no one it's, really cared about when they were working on it for years. Even up to yeah. release, no one cared about it. It must yeah. feel fucking great to work on something for that hard and that long and then it to become this big thing that everyone loves. Yep. Especially when, I, was, uh, especially when there was no buzz about the first one until it came out and then everyone was like, holy shit, they managed yeah. to re- yeah, exactly. they redid it. Yeah. yeah. Now it's yeah, quite the, demoralizing to work on something for like three years or so and just no one is excited well, well not no one but you know what i mean i don't i i think that the guy i don't know if um what's his name uh hugo martin i don't know if he worked on the like call of duty doom that they worked on for like five years but the other fellow that was on stage was in charge of that yeah. doom four the doomed doom four yeah and they worked on that for like five years four yeah. years so he worked for like eight years on Doom in some capacity, and everyone, you know, no one was, no one was, no one knew about it. Or and then when they finally showed Doom twenty sixteen, it was like kind of a wet fart, and then it came out and it was fucking amazing. So mm. that was a very long, extremely confident game showing in a way that I don't think I've. I don't remember the last time someone came out. And debuted a game with almost 30 minutes of gameplay footage, and like it blew everyone away. Uh, yeah, it was almost too much. It was. I think it was way too much. I I think they just. I don't think they needed that second gameplay demo because they no, showed a bunch but... of amazing, hilarious story stuff. Yeah. And but at the I mean, same that... time, <clears throat> them doing that small reveal of when the Doom guy grabs the key code off that guy's neck. Oh my it was God, like, oh, they're going to so do good. more like character stuff. There's other people yeah. in the game. And there's going to be interactions. I think they had to kind of tease that just so you know that's coming up in the new Doom. Because there wasn't anyone else in the other Doom, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Except for Tina's... Not Tina's. Tina Swinton? Tina Tila Swinton? What? Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. That was her, wasn't it? What? No. No, she the, wasn't the, the bad the guy. The evil in Doom? lady. Yeah, no, that was just some lady. I, I swear, it looked like Tilda Swinton. Well, it might have looked it a little. Did bit look like, like her, a little bit like her. Yeah. It was her and um, Optimus Prime, the your ro- the Robo Boss, mm-hmm. uh, Samuel Hayden, with his amazing voice. Uh, oh no, it wasn't her. Okay, I'm not alone. Other people are seeing it on the internet. 
<laughs> really thought it was. Ah, uh, no, no, yeah, I, 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 I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, Doom. I. It kills me that they didn't put any time window on Doom. Yeah. Eternal. I mean, I it's mean, obviously next year, like you know, probably next fall at this rate. But ugh, mm-hmm. I want it so badly. Yeah. I mean, they didn't really have to show any more. <laughs> they were just like, here's Doom, but it's bigger and it's better. Yeah. Yep. Leaning in on movement and verticality, and uh, definitely leaning on leaning into that sense of humor more, which I think is is good. Uh, yeah, and they showed the invasion stuff, and I like it now. Neat. Companies are like they're figuring out ways to experiment with multiplayer without forcing it on people. I mm-hmm. like it when they were instantly like, "You can turn this off." Yeah. It's kind of like the Fallout seventy six details, which you don't have to go into, but most of it was like, "If you don't want this, it's not going to be there for you, and you can avoid yeah. it," which I like. Yeah, and they said they're doing the um, they're doing the PvP in house this time, which mm. might be might that that's interesting. I'm, maybe they'll make a good multiplayer this time. Mm, and, maybe. Uh, and they also said they're going to do single player DLC, which is cool. Oh. So and there's also the infect your friend's story mode, mode, as well. What's that? You didn't see that? No. Well, the invasion thing is just part of the campaign. Yeah. So yeah, Joe, you can like if you're playing the story mode, I can jump into your session and fuck try and fuck that's, you up. Yeah, that's what I was just talking about the invasion. Oh yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Okay, that's like um, I think that's what they call it. The, it's called the invasion. Yeah, yeah invasion. It's, in yeah. it's like Dark Souls, like and yeah. you can just, yeah. you can turn it off. So they I think you can in. team up as well. Like me and you, Ben, could just like queue together, and we we would both yeah. jump into uh, a random. I think guy's it's up game. to four people. <clears throat> I think can team up. Yeah, well, I'll for, give that a go. For That'd invading, yeah. It'd be cool yeah. if that encouraged some uh, cooperative DLC. Yeah. Although, like, when it comes it was... to games like this and Wolfenstein, I get very greedy. I'm like, I yeah. want to kill everything. <laughs> yeah. I don't want well, Jameson coming in and wiping half the demons. I want to kill everything. Yeah, That's I right. agree. <laughs> You'd have to, they'd have to do the Gears of War thing where they keep you separate until, like, key moments. Then, like, if they kept you in two different hallways and then a boss fight. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'll play everything when it comes to that game. But yeah, pretty good showings. I don't really know why Rockstar even streamed Red Dead because they released the gameplay on YouTube at the same time. So I don't know why they streamed it. But I think it's just one of those hit every outlet, you know, every yeah, that's fair. Everything at the same time, yeah. Yeah, but uh, (laughs) Doom kind of stole their (laughs) stole their spotlight. Yeah, the Red Dead thing was like, look, it's more Red Dead. You know, it's a it's a Rockstar game. Like they've been making this almost this exact same game for like ten or ten years now. You know. they're pretty known, and it, and Red Dead's probably going to be tremendous. But you look at it, and you're like, yeah, that's Red Dead. That's Rockstar. Mm-hmm. And then Doom Eternal is like, Doom! <laughs> Speaking of uh, games that meet all uh, preconceived expectations, uh, No Man's Sky next DLC dropped, or expansion, or relaunch. Or, or patch two, or one two point <laughs> oh just or like one point or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh happened. Uh we all played a little bit of it, but uh Javis, I think you played a little bit more of it. Uh what do we th- what do we think, team? What do we think? I'll let you guys go. Um, you guys talk and then I'll jump in. It was interesting going back because I do feel like the game is almost at where they initially promised it would be it almost feels like the thing they advertised uh, but i was when i was playing it i realized i don't really give a shit about 
survival stuff or crafting because I've done it so many times. And the thing that really sold me on the idea of No Man's Sky was exploration in space. And I just don't feel like the planet variation is there for me to want to explore at this point. I think near the end of our multiplayer session, me and Jameson went... No, we all went into just whatever you call the sandbox mode where you don't have mm. to look for materials. And I was just like checking out every planet I could and instantly warping to a, a different cluster. And I was just like checking out all these planets and it just wasn't that interesting. Sometimes you would find some funky creatures. I saw Jameson post one really awesome looking planet. But I've personally never really found anything interesting. Mm. I just think there needs to be a lot more variation in the planets, the animals. Like, I've never seen a giant, like, volcano planet. What about a planet that's really close to its its star and it's just a boiling planet of lava and you can't even land on it? And what about the opposite? What about one giant ice cube planet? It's just, they all feel the same, but with slightly different texture variations. And it, I, I just don't feel like I want to explore and that's a big thing for me. But um, it looks like they're going to continue to support it. So I'm just going to take the back seat. Maybe in two more, two more years, they have really fleshed out their, their algorithm stuff. And it'd be a lot of variation and crazy stuff to discover just flying around the planet. Because I don't care about base building or mining in mm. that game at all. Especially when you're not trying to survive anything. Yeah, and there's, there's no real carrot on the stick for me when it comes to that game. I think Jameson mm. said there was a campaign, and I was watching some Twitch streams, and there are little quests and missions, but I just don't know where that takes you, and if I care about seeing it. <clears throat> so I'm kind of just not... I'm not in. It has yet to win me back, but I think it's quite a cool redemption story at the moment that people are actually going back, and a lot of people seem to be pretty happy about it. It's difficult for me to stay hooked into it uh, in contrast to a game like sea of thieves because despite the fact that one of the major selling points is its scale uh that to me it is too big um and the interactions like it is it's still there's still too much dead air mm. um like there isn't like you say there isn't really like th despite the fact that the planets now are a little bit more diverse uh, or actually i should i should say substantially more diverse um there's still yeah there isn't really enough meat beyond like it's just the resource gathering and you're not trying to survive a threat beyond those little sentinels and um and and there's no real uh like i haven't really seen other player interaction uh or or there's the world is so big and so vast or the universe i guess or whatever the uh the metric is um, is so vast that your chances of interacting with other players is substantially low. So, um, if, uh, go ahead. I just want to interrupt for a second. the The multiplayer is not multiplayer. It's the the idea that like you know it's like Sea of Thieves and they and they and I feel bad for people that are coming in thinking like oh we're gonna randomly run into people like it's not multiplayer. It's four player co op. Like oh, it's just the co op, eh? Like, you can, like, yes, you can theoretically run into someone, yeah. right, randomly. But, yeah. like, it's four people and there are 18 quintillion planets, right? That's just it. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I mean. Like You it's... can randomly join another player's game, <clears throat> yeah. but it's it's really not multiplayer. And Apparently, I think they, they sold you actually poorly. don't uh, see the stranger if you bump into someone. There's, like, a little orb, like a representation of another person. You don't see the that character was, model. That was pretty... That was a that's an older thing that is still in there. 
Um, uh, so there's you can have four like human character models that you'll bump into, and then but there are actually up to twelve players that can be on a server oh. that you can run into. And when it's so the other eight are those little orbs, and they added those like last year. That was like the sort of multiplayer that they added last year. Uh, the the multiplayer thing is bullshit in my opinion. Like they they pitched it as like now it's got multiplayer and it's like nah it's for it's up to four player co op. Yeah, you've you've yeah. Co-op. It's still a, yeah. a fun novelty when you're with your friends and you can be on different planets. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But to me, uh, it it misses that uh, that interaction hook for for it to be yeah. So it's yeah, it's not really a multiplayer game. So to me, it's just they they really did meet up the game that was that already existed. But yeah, beyond like, it's still at its core a solo exploration game, survival yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. nothing yeah, will beat the magic of when we were playing Astronea and we left Dawson on the planet. Exactly, <laughs> when he was yeah. AFK. Yeah, yeah. Astronea was really good about small scale, and yeah. I mean that's only co-op, right, or mm. single player. But uh, yeah. Uh, I played, let's, I, I'm, I'd have to think. I played like 20 hours of No Man's Sky when it came out on the PS4. Yeah. Um, and it was, you know, it was a, it was a bad game when it launched. Um, but I sort of enjoyed just like the casual loop of flying around and looking at planets and moving on to the next thing. And, um, the next update, I, I, I played... Oh, let's say thirty hours of it. Wow. Um, I, I still don't think No Man's Sky is a good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's better for sure, as we mm-hmm. said. Um, I, I kind of enjoy the base building stuff, even though it serves no purpose. Just like I enjoyed it in Fallout. It's like yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna build some shit for it fun. Cool. Yep. And I, I. But like the resort, the I had to cheat, I because I wasn't playing in adventure mode or a creative or whatever it was called. Um, so like, after ten hours of playing it normally, I was like, the resource requirements are fucking obscene to yeah. build anything. And so I'm like, all right, fuck all this. And the the inventory management and all that stuff is so awful. Still, you have like no inventory space. You can build a giant, like huge giant storage container. That has five slots in it that can hold 500 of one stack of item. Mm. And it's like this thing is completely useless. You can only have five different things in that in this massive storage container. So I found a good save editor that lets you, you know, I turn that storage container into a thing with 30 slots. Nice. Uh, and you could store 10,000 of everything in each slot. And I, you know, so I cheated and built things and and built a base. And I was like, all right that that was enough and then i followed the story for a while and it's kind of it's kind of interesting but um like i i had joe you said it the the there's not enough variation in the mm. planets um mm. you know i posted that picture of that really cool like hex metal planet that was really just, cool yeah and it's that's really cool turns out that's just one of the like five types of planet biomes that you can get because oh. I've seen dozens of pictures of other people landing on planets that look identical to that one I landed on. So it was like, for a day or two, I was like, wow, this feels like a special discovery. And then I see online, no, everyone is basically, if you've played more than 10 hours of the game, you've seen this planet. Um, it must be the, a fun the, moment when you first landed on it, though. Yeah, it was what awesome. The? Like, I warped into the solar system, and from space, the planet is just, it just looks like hex. It's just hexagons everywhere. 
on the on on the planet, and I'm like, what the f- is this glitched? And then yeah, landing on it, it, it was super awesome. Mm. Um, That's the moments I want, but often. But that was it. <laughs> That was the only time in 30 hours where I was like, wow, this is a really cool planet. Every other planet is either a radiated nightmare or there's no life on it at all. And it's like an airless, you know, moon type planet, which Mm. those are new. And those are kind of, it's good that they're there. Or it's like, oh, here's grass and the grass is either green or it's blue and the sky is pink and, and that's it. And the animals, there's no variation of the animals. It's either, they're all quadruped, you know, they all have like a tail and a, and four legs. Yeah, and that's a big issue for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and the, you know occasionally there's like a flying worm, uh, or the jumping pineapple plants, and that's it. Like every single planet I went to was exactly the same. And yeah, I I haven't played it for like two and a half weeks. I just sort of hit my point, like I did two years ago, where I was like, <clears throat> nah, I'm I'm completely good with playing this game. Uh, the story stuff not not good enough not engaging enough to keep me going it's full of bad fetch quests uh the game is still like like it feels like it's been it's held together with flimsy dried up tape still (laughs) Uh, after two years like the it crashed tons of times the frame rate goes all over the place things bug out constantly uh like I said, the inventory management is a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Still, it's like 80... If you play that game normally, probably 80 to 90% of your time is spent managing your inventory. Mm. It's so awful. It's just because um, there's so many different resources that do so yeah. many specific things. And it's just yeah. Like, uh. they, they added more resources since I played it at launch. Like, it's just... There's so many things that you're constantly having to move around. Um... There are no tutorials for anything still like, I mean, there's a basics, you know, it covers the basics, but the, I feel it still felt like everything that was happening. I was like, I don't know what's going on. Uh, <coughs> so yeah, like it's, it's better. Um, and I still like parts of it. Like the, the general aesthetic of it is great. The music, the, the sort of quiet, relaxed vibe of playing it can be nice, but I just, no Man's Sky is for certain people, and there are certainly lots of people out there that are enjoying it more now, and they're into that core of it a lot. But, and I am on occasion into that core, but I still think it's not a great game, and yeah. it's not, and it's made for a very, very small audience. Um, and I, I don't even know, like, I, I don't think they're ever going to get there with in terms of truly exciting variation and like wow look at this crazy thing i discovered there's only like eight of them in this galaxy you know that would be um, such a shame because the tech is still really impressive yes yeah landing and, and taking off from better, a planet you know, is, and is really and, neat yeah um but i just i yeah i still have i've always sort of felt this way it's like i kind of like no man's sky but i also hate it and don't think it's very good like mm-hmm. Uh, for sure. So I don't know. It's great that they're supporting it, and it was a very—it's a very good update. Um, it's a feel-good story too. Like it's just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Sense, um, but... but yeah, I just—I think it. Yeah, I don't know. It's too big for sure. Even though that is part of it, but I don't really know how they how they make it interesting. Aside from making the procedural generation generation stuff be really truly exciting 
uh, which yeah. I don't think they can do. Maybe if it was like only on the PC, you know, and they and they were like have maybe higher end PC requirements or something, they might be able to really go wild. But I bet a lot of it is limited by the the consoles and their memory and you know CPU restrictions. It wouldn't surprise me. Maybe. Or maybe, maybe their think, tech just never got like, there. I don't think it's about processing power. It's just their algorithms <laughs> oh. just seem limited. Maybe, yeah. But that might be partially limited by processing power, you know? Maybe, uh, yeah. Because it's still run, like, it's it, it does not run well still. Uh, well, if they continue to make it and on work on it, then it will be eventually on, you know, upgraded PCs and the PS5, etc. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Let's see if they continue to support it. I yeah, I don't yeah, I don't know if it'll ever get there uh, for me, but that's fine, whatever. Yeah, I don't uh, really know if I care if it does. It would be cool, but yeah. apart from that, it's been an interesting project to watch unfold. Hmm. Yeah, there's a game coming out. I can't remember the name of it, um, but it's oh, like know, No Man's. Yeah. yeah, it's like No Man's Sky, but all hand built and on yes. a. It's like a solar system or like a couple of solar systems, and it's all handcrafted basically yeah, it got a really like quiet e3 showing and no one really yeah. saw it because maybe it was at the pc gaming show i can't remember but it looks it looks really neat yeah so i i'd be curious to see more games sort of take inspiration from no man's sky but do it on a scale that's actually manageable and can be executed on instead mm-hmm. of this like ridiculous unnecessary 18, scale unnecessary 18 quintillion, quintillion planets it's like okay whatever like what purpose does that really serve when there are seven types of planets and, <laughs> yeah and six different animals like it, it doesn't really matter um yeah. yeah i don't know no man's sky shrug that's that's the no man's sky story for me <laughs> yeah me too huh i don't know what else have you been uh, playing jamie <clears throat> Uh, what else have I been playing? Uh, I, I, uh, do I want, yeah, okay. I do only have two other things. Um, I'll just want to talk for a minute about Destiny, if that's okay. Yeah. Absolutely not. I played lots of Destiny over the summer. Sure. Or last month. Yeah. Um, they did a, an event, uh, Summer Solstice event, which was quite good. Um, I don't, I won't go in. Ben, you and I played a little bit of it. Um, yeah. It was fun. It was just one of those events. It's they've done these seasonal free events since Destiny One, and they've always been completely terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, ever since the first one, it was like this just exists for microtransactions, um, or it's the Sparrow Racing League where you're racing sparrows around a map, and that was one of the worst things I've ever played. Uh, <laughs> but this one was the first event that felt like. It was actually really, really good. It was part of their like end of year one celebration, you know, because the next year two starts with Forsaken, and this That's one only been added... a year. Jesus Christ, feels like forever. I know. Well, it, what's even crazier is the PC came, version came out two months after the console yeah. release, so it's only been ten months since we've been playing the PC Christ. version. <laughs> I know, right? It does feel like two years that Destiny Two has been out. Mm. Um, but this was good. They added. Um, as part of like as sort of you know the event was celebrating the end of the first year so it was they added a bunch of um an armor set for each class that had a ton of fun i had three upgrade tiers and you could grind to do them all and uh it was a good thing for the weirdos like me who like playing destiny when there's no new content uh and you can just 
grind out to do this stuff and get better armor and it looked cool and uh that was just it was a good event it was the first time their events have felt substantial and not scummy like hey why don't you buy some stuff from eververse yeah um which was nice but the main cool thing that happened was um the whisper of the worm mission uh occurred which i know ben you're familiar with but joe i don't know how familiar you are with it um no idea <clears throat> so like th i don't know i think it was near the end of july um well i guess people had found it in there's the api for destiny for all the fan you know websites and tracking stuff uh nothing really is secret because because the api exists so people had found like this weapon in the api that had been there for a while but no one knew how to get it and then yeah near the end of july a mission showed up on io oh and people figured out how to get into it you have to kill a big boss uh that spawns random or spawns in a public event and he's off to the side hiding and you kill him and a portal opens and you go into this massive underground area that's completely brand new <clears throat> and it's essentially a three-man 20-minute raid oh shit what the hell i didn't hear about this i'd do that uh so it's you have a 20-minute timer to get through the whole mission and it's three people and the first half of it is all um exploration and platforming and then the second half is just you have to kill every enemy in these few rooms and then a bunch of bosses at the end so the second half is all just raw combat execution no puzzles no bullshit mechanics or anything it's just shoot real good which is satisfying to have every now and again but the first half of it is like this amazing platforming section with uh Ben, did you? No, I took Dean through some <laughs> yeah, of it, but you, yeah, I, you were going to do. I was late to the party for that one. Yeah, um, it's probably my favorite platforming section that <gasps> they've had. I want to do that. Um, it's really enjoyable. Is it uh, high light level stuff? Uh, well, the you you wouldn't be able to complete it, complete the fighting part of it, but you'd be able to do all of the jumping stuff. Uh, like Dean, like I took Dean into it, and we we did all the exploration. Ooh, um, and it's worth it's worth doing because it looks amazing. Um, it's always stuff that I can go back to as well when I level up a bit playing Forsaken like naturally. Presumably, yes. Oh, I don't know. Is it still there? If it it is still there right now, but okay. I don't know what happens with Forsaken if it goes away forever or comes yeah. back later. I'm not sure. Um, or maybe I'll just yeah, jump so back got... into Destiny. I mean, yeah. I'm not. I I will play Destiny if there's stuff to do. It's worth jumping into just to see the the platforming stuff and do the platforming because it's yeah. a fun platforming section. It looks great. Um, and that area is full of secrets as well. Like people are, have found all sorts of stuff. Um, and then at the end of it, you get this insanely overpowered sniper rifle, exotic sniper rifle that, uh, just destroys everything. Yeah. And it was, it might be the best thing they've done to destiny so far in terms of, uh i don't know in terms of like excitement and also execution like for a free thing that was just sort of snuck in there somewhere somehow event like at some point they patched this into the game without people realizing and uh it just sort of has everything you want from destiny it's got great visuals great music combat exploration puzzles platforming really genuinely for the nerdy people really genuinely interesting lore implications uh with the mission and it was it, it was really nice to see destiny people be excited about destiny uh 
I like secret things in Destiny again. And mm-hmm. uh, it was great. It's a great uh, thing that they did with that and probably the best made or the best executed sort of mysterious thing that Destiny has ever gotten. Hell yeah. uh, and they need more of that. You know, they said that they were going to do more stuff like this with Destiny 2 and then there was nothing. Uh, as you know, one of the many things they sort of talked about with Destiny 2 that didn't turn out to be true at all. Kind of like the first game. Um, but it was good to see a, an, a re-injection of mystery and have that mystery actually be worth chasing and figuring out. So, <clears throat> well, I'm sure we'll talk about Destiny quite a bit uh, in the coming month or two. Hell yeah. I'm actually I'm looking forward to Forsaken. I'm looking forward yeah, me too. to some, some good looking yeah. meat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that was all. It was It was a free summary thing for the hardcore people uh but it was really good uh and it's nice to feel good about destiny they've they've done a good job for the last like six months of continuing that but the last like two months specifically july and august were like oh wow they were really doing good now mm-hmm. uh, which is good it was nice it was a good it's it's weird feeling positive about destiny mm. um yeah I did play a third game. Oh boy. On my Xbox. Secret? Mm. Was it Recore? <clears throat> nope. I, I played Recore like four months ago, or no, I guess that would have been like February. Yeah, you forgot know. to talk about t- it. We did forget to talk about it. Oh well, whatever. I don't want to talk about Recore. Yeah. Let's play that. Um, Dead Cells. Oh. <laughs> cool. I will be talking about that next month because I, I have bought it as well on what PC. A great little surprise, Jeremy. <clears throat> yeah, I bought it on a whim. I was, I I you know I know it's probably best on PC because it's got mod support and will be nah. updated faster. Fuck it. I don't want to play it on Switch because I just don't feel like using my Switch right now. And it was like ten extra dollars for some yeah. fucking reason because yeah. Nintendo, yeah. whatever. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I said, well, I own an Xbox that I never turn on, so I'll play it there. Um, Dead Cells is an extremely good video game. Yeah. Cool. It looks uh, like I it controls it, amazingly. Yeah, I bought it not uh, being pretty confident that I might not like it, you know, because yeah. I, I don't normally care for these types of games. Yeah. Um, but immediately upon starting it, it was like, oh yeah, this game does play tremendously this game whips um, ass it's one of those games that just like feels perfect yeah t- from from a movement and combat everything it, it's so cool. tightly made in terms of control um i think there's no way to track overall playtime. i don't think unless i'm missing that uh but i've probably played like Probably like 30 hours. Wow. 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 Awesome. (laughs) Sneaky boy. I got to the final boss once, um, but I haven't really been chasing and like getting to the end for a while. Um, Cool. Yeah. That game is massive. First of all, which was surprising to me. Um, I didn't think it would be so varied. Uh, And yeah, it's just, there's like, it's a combo of a, it controls tremendously. And B, you never feel like you're not moving forward and making progress. It, it really, 
doesn't feel like a roguelike or a roguelite or whatever the term is um, because it just you're always making progress you're collecting dead cells mm-hmm. uh, from enemies on occasion when they drop and when you get to the end of a level you cash those in and you work towards upgrades or weapon unlocks or permanent unlocks um, every there are like six different sort of metroidvania ish uh, like equipment, you know, ability unlocks that you get that are permanent when you beat a sort of hidden boss in in a handful of the levels. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. Each level has like two different paths, like two different exits, basically. So I think there are fifteen or twenty total levels that, and they're all sort of connected <clears throat> to each other. Cool. Um, so I I still haven't seen one of them. I think I'm only missing one of them that I haven't made it to. Um. So yeah, just when you're playing it, it constantly feels like you're making progress towards things. You're constantly getting better, constantly finding new things, new paths, uh, new weapons, uh, new abilities. Um, and then, yeah, when you get on a good run, boy, does it ever feel good. Uh, the amount of weapon and ability variation or variety or whatever is huge. There's... I there's probably like 15 or 20 different types of weapons, maybe more. Uh and they you know you can have you can have one of each. You have four weapon slots, two of them are ability slots and two of them are weapon slots basically. Um and the number of combos you can have uh seems endless like every time you play you get a different weapon and set basically and mm-hmm. uh it's they're, they're really good about like not not letting you fall into a pattern of oh I only want to use this and this you know this specific combo they're really good about just like now you're you're I mean you could just save scum and restart a run over and over again until you get the thing you want but that feels wrong uh, every run you get different gun different weapons not guns uh, different weapons and they all feel viable you know some of them i don't necessarily like but mm-hmm. they all feel viable and uh yeah it's uh, i understand why people like it so much uh, yeah it was one of those things where yeah i was very unsure about it going in and it turned out to be it's it's a fucking very good game it's one of those uh, games like um when i first saw doom I couldn't read i wasn't excited because i didn't think it yeah. looked interesting and i remember watching someone play dead cells when it was in like a beta or they sent out previews to streamers and i was like nah this looks like a roguelike game and it just doesn't look like it's for me at all but then i started hearing positive things about it and i slowly started to realize that it's one of the games where i could tell that it was all about how it plays there's a a fun saying where you can't put you can't put gameplay on the box and you can't really show people how well a game feels to play and when the reviews came in i was like oh okay i think i understand why people are loving this game so much so uh, yeah i picked yeah. it up and i plan to be playing it uh before the next podcast what, nice. which console uh, did you get it on pc or i got it on pc or? yeah okay yeah cool yeah uh, yeah you can't fully convey how good a game feels to play mm-hmm. um but it's it's yeah it's not just game feel it's it's pretty much everything about it is tremendous um cool I've only encountered one thing that I didn't like, and it's one of the bosses. Um, There's always one, mate. There's always one. Yeah, there is. And, I mean, none of the bosses are particularly great. There's not really a lot of them, but 
one, this one is just like it's floating and flying around and you can't damage it. Like you can only do chip damage to it like every 15 or 20 seconds because it's just flying around the whole time and doesn't let you do any damage. And it's just... Maybe these are really like a pissed. certain weapon set, like bows or something that would help. Maybe, but that feels... Um, if that is the case, it fe- I mean, I've beaten him once, but if that is the case, it feels that would be like counter to yeah, Dead Cells design of mm. everything is viable. It's just a bad boss fight. It's a, just sit on the fucking ground and attack me. Don't fly around because I can't hit you when you're flying around. It's just, I, you, it's not a fun boss fight when you can't damage the boss, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just floating around being a fucker the whole time. But uh, yeah, it's it's really good. There's, yeah. there's so much in that game. Yeah. It's very, very... I was very surprised by how extensive it is. And, nice. And yeah, I. that's it. I mean, we've we've limited Joe and I to only three games to talk about fully for these podcasts. Because yes. Sometimes they can go on a little long. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. I don't think there is any... Like, I, I've, been, I've started replaying Doom just for fun. Uh, that yes, I will good. be doing that for sure as well. Um, I almost finished replaying Halo Comet Evolved, but I'm going to do a video about that. Um, mm-hmm. Ooh, we'll look forward to that. That game doesn't hold up very well. Uh, I enjoyed well, it when I replayed it. That's not true. The flood stuff makes me want oh, to Oh, yeah. Uh, there were some really long sequences. Yeah. The last, like, three or four levels of that game are all flood, and you just walking backwards through the missions you just played, yes. and they fucking suck I know so exactly much. what level you're talking they're, about. They're terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways. I mean, yeah. That game is still pretty good, but the flood stuff fucking sucks, and yeah. I hate it. I hate it. It just goes on. Oh my god, it never ends. And then and the some of the flood have like ARs and rocket launchers and you're like, "Fuck you." Like, I don't <laughs> want to fight against my yeah. guns. I assume you're playing uh, on heroic as well. No, fuck that. No. Oh. No, I'm playing on normal oh. cuz I don't want to I, I didn't want to suffer. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty rough on heroic. I watched was... you suffer for long enough <laughs> in those streams. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't do it. No, I'm playing on normal. I don't want to spend more than 40 minutes on a halo one level Ugh, yeah <laughs> like, uh but yeah that's it. It, it it's been mainly dead cells for the last couple of weeks nice um, that was a, that was a fun comfy. surprise to hear about hell yeah i love it <laughs> kept it secret i love surprises <sighs> that's it that's all for me okay that's pretty good joe uh, before we get into it, I am going to quickly go turn off my my dishwasher because it is beeping and unhappy in the background because it's finished a wash. Okay. So I'll be one minute. Okay. Dawson did know I was playing Dead Cells because we've talked about it a few times. Sneaky boy. Yeah. I like it though. I told, I told them not to tell you. I'm glad you like it. I'm surprised. I am surprised that you do like it. I Just am too. Be. Yeah. I yeah, I, you know, it was only like 25 bucks. So I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll buy this play and yeah. see how it is. And if I don't like it, so be it. But... Yeah. Like it was like 30 seconds into playing. I was like, oh, yeah, this feels good. Yeah, I was going to pick it up on Switch, but uh, even playing Enter the Gungeon on Switch again. Who was I? <sighs> Picking up Gungeon on Switch and playing a game on the Switch while it's in tablet mode is a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. I find exten- I, d- I can't play Switch games for very long, like no more than like 45 minutes because it starts just. It hurts my thumbs to use the Switch for too long. Uh... <coughs> oh, I also. Very quickly. Sure. I played Monster Hunter World on PC. Ooh. You motherfucker. <laughs> uh, man, I scared, I scared of that I shit a mile away. It. Okay, very good. <laughs> Wait, what do you, you say in here? I already refunded it. Okay, that's fair. Um, 
I will probably actually buy that game again when it's on sale. Yes, that's, um, a, that's a good move. It's but just yeah, I those... played the first 45 minutes. PC port's like, eh, it's okay. Um, I got to the f- first real combat, which is just you fighting a pack of Jagras. And I was like, yeah. this, I don't like the feel of this melee combat at all. And no. I promptly uninstalled it and refunded it. Because I also know there's a ton of other stuff in that game that'll probably bug me. But I do want to give it a try uh, when I don't have to pay seventy five dollars. Yeah, it's, it's very, such a weird good. game, and you just have to kind of push through. You you have to want yeah. it. Yeah. I, th- I think that's what yeah. we said in our talk before. You you oh, got to want yeah. it. Yeah, first uh, ten hours ain't great. What weapon did you go with? The dual blades. I don't yeah. know what they were. Yeah, yeah. I like. <laughs> that's oh, what you, I was gonna suggest. Oh yeah, you liked them, bed, didn't you? I did. Yeah, because they were speedy boys. Yeah, but you kept I getting liked... fucking hit every time. Yeah, I just <laughs> it was one of those things where it's like uh, there's like no, you know the uh, the camera doesn't like sort of look you in the direction you're attacking there was like no weight to the attack and i was like okay this is this type of melee combat oh no you can find some weight in some of these weapons oh i'm sure i'm sure um but yeah so yeah i i did that very deliberately and i knew that i was almost certainly going to refund it and that's fine because that money will be spent in three weeks anyways there's no harm in doing it you're not going to lose anything out of giving it exactly two hours exactly and i do i do think i will pick it up you know if it's on sale during the the winter sale if it's like 30 bucks or something yeah there's no rush there might be a quiet time in 2019 yeah Yeah. maybe (laughs) well yeah we'll see god forbid god forbid hopefully not Uh, hopefully not yeah yeah this this yeah all right game one of 42 (laughs) i haven't actually played a huge amount um one thing i do want to quickly say is i beat prey moon prey moon crash or is it oh yeah prey moon base yeah and i don't need to say anything else about it except for i fully think it is objectively better than prey wow it is so so much better than prey in my opinion it is like the best use of immersive sim the best format of immersive sim and a bit a bit a way better use of the tools they put in that game is really really good it was very good um oh the ending of that thing was slightly disappointing though you know you i'm just gonna mildly spoil it here you crash onto the planet at the end uh, onto the moon at the end right and it just goes to credits i was thinking and i was hoping that you'd crash onto the moon and you'd be like okay all the other runs have been simulations here's your final run you know you got to escape the moon base for real this time well i thought i I thought they were teasing well i knew that wasn't going to happen because it was very obviously a pre-rendered cutscene yes yes but i thought it was insinuating that they weren't simulations and it was like you were controlling real people or something along those lines it was like the moon base is real yeah the moon base uh, i but it's all well yeah i guess there is lore that sort of implies that they're the simulations are real people anyways i was hoping that there would be some sort of final you know cumulative like huzzah let's go this is the final run uh but it just sort of ends but but that's okay anyways that, yeah that was all i wanted prey to is fantastic uh so prey it moon is. crash is fantastic Prey's also prey good. is also fantastic it prey is good prey is good um one second i actually had a tiny list here and i've accidentally shut it down give me a second where are you okay here it is i just want to take a second to say to alpha Maggio, the guy who made golfing over it uh, go fuck yourself <laughs> uh, that's all i want to say about that <laughs> he's having, he has he listens too I, I believe i think he good i think he's a big fan of the podcast good. go fuck yourself 
Um, I love, your I love it. It's genuine. It I was all part it. of my amazing design of golfing over it. Fuck you, FMA Joe. Uh, I tried Fury. <laughs> I'm like eight bosses in out of 11. And yeah, right. it's, it's pretty good. It's got the same music as a very similar soundtrack to Hotline Miami. Got some Carpenter Brute in there. It's a bit more bullet hellish. <laughs> don't know if it's that's a, a boss adverb. rush, right? <laughs> yes, it's a boss rush okay. bullet hell game. And mm. it's a bit more bullet hell than I thought it was going to be because I saw the guy with a sword and I thought it might mm, involve yeah. some melee combat. But there isn't really melee combat. It's just you parry and then you get some slashes in. It's more like quick time events. So it, it is fully basically bullet hell. Okay. And so far it's been good. There was one boss so far that has fucking sent me into a fury. Uh-huh. Out of eight bosses, yeah. only one has been fucking infuriating. That's kind of why I said there's always one, Jameson, when you were talking yes. about Dead Cells. Because there is always one. When a game has like a variety of bosses, there's always going to be one that's designed in a way that just doesn't sit right with the way that you play games. And I finally found that guy in Fury and it fucking sent me <laughs> into a Fury. But apart from that, uh, I've been enjoying the game. Don't really have a huge amount to say about it. It's good. Does what it intends to do. If you like boss rush and bullet hell stuff, give it a go. Almost bought it on Switch. Mm. But then I did not. I bought something else. Uh, but my games this month have a bit of a theme and a story. So I, I really, really craved something along the lines of Factorio or Stardew Valley this month. Yeah. Uh, I said when we did our most anticipated games that Satisfactory is one of my <laughs> yeah. most anticipated games. I can't stop thinking about Satisfactory. The name to me says it all because Factorio was extremely satisfying. So Coffee Stain mm. Studios is literally advertising that they understand that. And they're designing a product based around that feeling of making these logical factories that like automate themselves after a while. So I went on to the Factorio Steam page and I started playing games based on suggested games linked to Factorio, which I've never done before. And God. it's not a cheap way to try and find games, by the way. I just discovered that this month. But I bought three games because of this and I played them. And I started with a game called Stationeers. Uh, Stationeers okay. is a space station building science game. So it's all about making airlocks and building rooms and making logical systems to survive. And when I saw it, I was like, yes, this is so perfect. It sounds like oh, a it's nerdy... Like full 3D, eh? You sound like a nerdy science-based space <clears throat> factory game. That's an official mm. genre, by the way. I haven't nailed that mm. down. Um... But it controls... Actually, it's not the controls. The inventory management is so fucking shit that I, I am not, I'm not playing it. It made me quit the game. It was so obnoxious that I just couldn't get past it. And I, wow. I was a bit worried when I looked at the store page and it's like, it's not a casual game. And whenever like developers say that, I'm like, oof, this sounds like they're a bit up their own ass about this. And it just plays like a fucking nightmare. <laughs> so you open your inventory with the number keys from one to five. There's like five different places you store stuff. Uh, some are like in your backpack, some are in your suit. You have different tool belts. But you can't just close an inventory by pressing escape. You have to press the designated key. 
So like sometimes I'm pressing one, two, Ugh. three, and then I try and press three, but I've accidentally clicked four. And it's like a pop-up thing with this, this shit all over my screen and I can't get rid of it. And it gets even more this... obnoxious where the fifth inventory slot is a belt and it can be a mining belt or I can't remember. It was like, uh, I think it was a tool belt. And so you have to switch the belt for inventory slot five by going into inventory slot three, getting the belt, putting it in five. And if you don't have the right belt out, then you can't put oh. tools away. And also there's a hand system where your guy's right-handed, so we can only use tools in his right hand. But oh, you, fuck off. Oh my God. And like, if you want to build something, you, you need to have two things in your hand. You need to have the welder and the pipes. And then I'm like, well, I need to put the welder away, but I got the mining belt on. So we have to go into number three, get the fucking other belt on. But oh my God. And I was just like, I'm done. This is absolute <laughs> bullshit. Jesus. It's so obnoxious and it's so annoying. And it was like, oh, it's such a hardcore game, man. Even using items and managing your stuff is difficult. And you have to spend 10 hours learning how to play it. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. And I went into a guide of how to start because you're on a planet and you, ha you have limited oxygen. So you have to build your first base pretty quickly. And I understand like little Minecraft things. You have to follow a specific step, like some steps. Like, you know, you got to get your wood. You got to make the bench. You got to make a little house. But it was like 20 pages for the first like initiation <laughs> oh. of surviving. And I, it was yeah. just like, it was too much. And it was really disappointing because like just from looking at the store page, it had a potential to be exactly what I was looking for. And it, it was just an absolute living nightmare to even play the game. So I quit. Um, unfortunately, not quick enough to refund it, which was also Ooh. really pissed me off. <laughs> it was not That's a good a day. That's a bummer. But next, I continued. Continued on my journey to find a Factorio replacement. I played a game called Oxygen Not Included, which is a game from yeah. the Don't Starve people. Yeah, Clay. Yes. I didn't realize. And I looked at the store they page were... and I was like, this looks way more casual and cute in its art style. I don't know if you're on the store page, but it kind of looks like Don't yeah. Starve meets Steamworld oh, yeah. Dig a little bit. Clay is a very good studio. And it's got a really fun system where you don't directly control these little dudes. You kind of set tasks and priorities and they just go about their business. Kind of like... Uh, Rollercoaster Tycoon's Chancers. Yeah, yeah, or like Lemmings, which is a really Lemmings, old yeah, thro yeah. throwback. But oh, you set yeah. some tasks and the little dudes just go about their business. And it was really, really fun. I played like 10 hours of it in two days. I was completely hooked on it. It is a really intense survival game. It sells itself as quite like a casual experience, and I thought it was. It starts off pretty comfy. You just make a few beds for your guys, make some food, start up some generators, make some batteries, and I'm enjoying making like the power circuits. I'm like, oh, this is fun. I'm linking stuff up that I learned how to do plumbing. But what the game has, which I've never seen in another game, maybe it was in Stationers, but I'm not hanging around to figure that out. It has a surprisingly complex air system in the game, which led to some hilarious moments because I don't know if there's a tutorial, but I didn't do it. I just jumped into the game. And you have different overlays in the game. So it shows you like, is this place covered in germs? You click another button. It shows you like where the air and oxygen is. And about 10 hours into the, no, sorry, like two hours into the game, I'd made a little base. And I just noticed that the bottom half of my base was completely red when it comes to air. And I was like, I had no idea what was going on. I have these little oxygen machines, which are, pumping oxygen into my base. I'm like, why Why is the bottom of my base like full of unbreathable air? Why are they dying down here? And I hover over it and it's carbon dioxide. And I have, I'm like, where is this coming from? 
And it, it takes me a while to figure out that the guys are breathing out carbon dioxide as they're breathing in oxygen. <laughs> and carbon dioxide is heavier than oxygen. So the bottom of my base is layered in unbreathable carbon dioxide. So I have no idea what to do because I haven't managed to research any air filtration stuff because there's like a little research part of the game. So I have to panic quickly because my guys are suffocating and build upwards and just abandon the bottom of my base completely. It's fucked. I can't go near it. It's completely butchered. So I just I build, I build up. Carbon dioxide sinks. That's easy to manage. And then later on, I get a air filtration air filtration system i'm like heck yeah i'm gonna go down here pump all the carbon dioxide out of the base but i don't really mm. know what i'm doing so i put the air filter on the outside put the pump here and like another 30 minutes later the whole base is red and suffocating i'm like what is going on <laughs> and then i realize i've got the air pump the completely wrong way out oh, so i'm excellent. not pumping <laughs> carbon dioxide out the base i've been bringing it into the base <laughs> So I have pumping to, your oxygen out. Yes. And, and, yeah, and then just, oh my God. Amazing. So I had to save scum back like 30 minutes because my base was completely dead. Fix that. I'm like, okay. Uh, and then the bottom of my base now is just like full of sewage because I'm pumping all the, the outward toilet stuff down there, all the piss and shit and carbon dioxide. <laughs> bottom of the base, I seal it off. Leave me alone. And then later in the game, I upgrade my oxygen stuff from this little thing which pumps out oxygen but uses a resource to something that just uses water and power. I'm like, this is more efficient. I'm not going to be using up resources. Another hour passes and no one can breathe at the top of my base. I'm like, why is everyone suffocating up here? And what I didn't realize is that a byproduct of this thing is hydrogen. And hydrogen goes (laughs) up. (laughs) <laughs> compared yeah. to carbon dioxide so the top of oh my, my base God. is now completely destroyed i'm like i'm like too far in so i try and crack open some of the roof tiles so that the hydrogen will just go up and it starts to float up and then i'm like okay i've managed to survive i figured out how to ventilate my base so oxygen is getting passed around all these places i'm going to build some hydrogen generators to use up all this hydrogen which is suffocating my boys but i accidentally overload my uh, <laughs> my electrical system because i've i haven't designed it well there's like one wire between everything where a smart guy would make like backup wires didn't do that uh, my wires are all exploded because there's too much hydrogen going into the generators everything blows up my base is completely fucked and it was hilarious oh my god it was one of those i think ftl was along the same lines where it's a everything just went wrong simulator oh man ftl goes very wrong very fast yeah it's kind of like yeah it's kind of like there's a yeah yeah and there's like a catalyst not catalyst a um i'm not sure what the word i'm looking for like a knock-on effect where one thing breaks and then once one wire breaks you can't charge like and no 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 food being produced none of the water is working trying to run around but the hydrogen is everywhere so everyone's suffocating it's one of those really fun uh, red alert, panic, everything's just gone to shit type games. But after 10 hours or so, I figured out all the systems. I knew how to ventilate, how to manage electricity. And then I was kind of like, what, what now? You know, what, what is next? So I went into sandbox mode and I looked at all the, um, the recipes because they're all unlocked. And there just wasn't really anything there to work towards. It's- is it early access? It is early access, to be oh. fair to it. Okay. And after a bit of research, unfortunately, there is no beating the game and there is no end game incentive. I like, went on YouTube and there's a community of people who have made some like cool automated systems. But kind of going back to No Man's Sky, I do need a little carrot on the stick 
with the survival games. You know, uh, the forest has finding your son, Subnautica has escaping the planet, even Factorio has the end thing is you build a rocket and you, you escape from the planet, similar to Subnautica. And I kind of need that. Because right now, I looked in the forums and apparently no matter what you do, you will eventually die because you will run out of resources to power stuff. And I mm. kind of just lost motivation when I knew there was nothing to do except make the base bigger, uh, build machines to harvest more powerful fuels just to fuel a bigger base to then make it even bigger, and then eventually you die. Right. And without the carrot stick after 10 hours, anything. I kind of just was like, I will wait. I will come back when yeah. it is finished and if there's an end game. I didn't realize it had been on, on Steam since last May. Mm. Oof. Jesus. But... The 10 hours I played of it were really, really entertaining. Oh, oh, there was another part of the game where I completely fucked up a system where there's a priority system. So you can go in and you can be like, okay, building is a priority. And it's one to nine. And I thought one was the maximum priority, but it was nine. <laughs> so for the entire <laughs> yeah. game, I was setting what I needed to be done immediately <laughs> to the lowest priority. Opposite. And I'm like yelling at these little shits. I'm like, why are you not building? I need you to do this. Why is <laughs> I fixing this wire? And it's one of those. That's it's just one of those fun games where like everything is going wrong, but in a cute and entertaining way. And it's a cool game. I'm going to keep an eye on it. But the last game. I, be, you go, yeah, you go. Go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say I wouldn't be surprised if it did eventually get you know some sort of end game thing. Yeah, I think so. I remember um, one of Clay's games that I played a couple of years ago, Invisible Ink, which is sort of XCOM stealth spy game. Mm. Uh, roguelite as well they eventually added it i didn't i played it after it had come out of early access but i think during early access it didn't have much of an ending and then they eventually added one and it was like a a really really good ending for a roguelite game which normally doesn't have a very good ending um anyways yeah maybe hopefully it gets there i wonder i have to assume because yeah yeah. like what's the point in surviving if you can't survive (laughs) you know why am i building a base if i'm just going to die eventually so hopefully there is just some end recipe to work towards that allows your little deuce to escape or something. I don't know. I need I need something. Yeah. Uh, but the last game came out very recently. It's called Graveyard Keeper. Mm. I, yeah. Which is a Stardew Valley clone, I want to say, because it's so close oh. to Stardew Valley that there's no way that it wasn't influenced by Stardew Valley. And I know games take a while to make, so it can be a little bit sketchy to say that because they could have been working on it before Stardew Valley. But I don't believe it. There's there's no way. Everything about oh, wow. this game. Wow, this really does look it, like Stardew Valley. It is Valley. Stardew Valley. Like, wow. Even I, I finally did some fishing today, and it's exactly the same as Stardew Valley. Oh my god, this like even the inventory screens look exactly. The yeah, same. it's. I would go as far to call it a clone. I feel pretty confident to call it a clone, and I am enjoying it. But what it has made me realize is that Stardew Valley has masterful pacing. This yeah. game is really quite overwhelming at the beginning, and it just doesn't really know how to juggle the reveals and new mechanics. It kind of chucks on you pretty rapidly, and I I feel like because I played Stardew Valley, I can manage it, but it just feels a little bit messy. Mm. And it's one of those things where if you played Stardew Valley, I would say go go forward and try graveyard keeper if you want more but if you haven't played stardew valley there's no reason to play this over stardew valley because it's just a better product yeah but i 
Oh god, there's also an energy problem in this game. It has the energy bar like Stardew Valley has, but I think it runs out about five times faster. Holy oh, shit, Jesus. you are just like, you, you knock down a tree, you make a log, you turn it into a piece of wood, you have to go back to bed. It's fucking ridiculous. Jesus. Oof. Does it have any of that Stardew charm? Kind of. At the beginning of the game, you get hit by a car, and then you appear in this world. Uh, there is an end as well. There's an end objective to open a portal to get home, so it's kind of fun huh. to have a carrot on the stick, you know, something to progress towards. It has all these locked-off areas, kind of like Stardew. It's literally Stardew Valley. But it just yeah. doesn't get the initial pacing quite right. Uh, I have pushed through with it because it's quite quiet right now. And I've got to a place where I have a nice recipe to top up my energy. Uh, I've got a good amount of coal so I don't have to keep chopping up wood to make my things work. And I'm finally getting to a place where I can actually do things. <laughs> and not feel like I have to go to bed every 20 minutes. Uh, I am oh, nearly 10 I... hours into it and I've only just got to a point Whoa. where I'm like, okay, I can finally actually start to work on things. But they, like the pacing is just a bit strange. A part, mm. There's a part of the game mm. where you have to do a sermon at the church every every week on a specific day. But that's the only way to get a resource called faith, which you need to make stuff. So sometimes, oh. for some reason, a week is six days in this game. It's, I don't know why. What? It's supposed to be like an alternate reality or something. I don't know. Okay. But okay. like five days of the week, I have to do other stuff because I'm waiting to do my sermon. And then I just like, I don't really know what to do with my time. And sometimes in Stardew, you have that. But there's always like the mine. I feel like the mine in Stardew Valley is like, I don't know what to do. The shop's closed. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to the mine. But in this game, yeah. there's just been a few days where I'm like, I don't know what to do right now. And I don't know. It's just like... The pacing is just a little bit off. Mm. It just doesn't feel quite balanced in a few places in a way which I would never, ever recommend it over Stardew Valley. But if you want more of it, uh, yeah, I, I would say give it a go. It, just, it doesn't have the charm of Stardew Valley, though. And the intrigue is not as subtle as Stardew Valley. There's just so many little things where I play this game and it just makes me appreciate Stardew Valley so much more. Because, mm -hmm. God, Stardew Valley balances everything so well. The game just hooks you in, and it's so easy to play. And I, I've been playing about two hours a day of Graveyard Keeper, and then I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm done. I'm not really feeling the push anymore. I think it helps yeah. when you're a game developed by one person, and you're controlling all the systems, where Graveyard Keeper's probably a game made by a few different people trying to slap their systems together at different times. Yeah. Or it's just made by one person that isn't quite... Doesn't as, understand pacing. Does, yeah. Doesn't have it doesn't have that magic touch this, this developer that made graveyard keeper their last game came out one month before stardew valley so yeah. i would imagine that in the two and a half years between stardew and this game's release he probably just copied stardew it's uh, it's like copies. not even a question it, it, it really does look like it really it, yeah. is stardew valley it's, it's funny i i saw the 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 like title screen art for it you know yeah, uh, I think on Steam, I just saw the the logo, and I was like, "Oh, it just I, I just presumed it was another one of those games uh, that is, seems to be out a lot right now, mm -hmm. like Dead Cells and uh, Hollow Knight, and uh, there's a, like three other games. So that yeah, I'm surprised now to hear that and see it, and it's just like, oh, it's literally just Stardew Valley. Yeah, and it just doesn't pacing's not easy, you know. No, no. It's yeah. it's like mastering the art of psychology in what makes a player keep going and how to balance yeah. progression and rewards. And it just doesn't quite have that. I never and I mean, felt... if this person made it in two and a half years, you know. Yeah. Uh, 
like started was what six years something like oh, that. oh yeah it took the seven guy forever. years it was ridiculous yeah. but i am finally getting to a point where i can start to accomplish things so i am gonna keep going but if it wasn't such a dry spell right now i don't know if i would because yeah. it's one of those products where you're like well why would i play this when i could just play stardew valley you know and I mean, you never saw the end, not the end, but like there's a lot of stuff in Stardew Valley. Yeah, I, I need to start like, a year two in Stardew Valley. Yeah, yeah. And there's stuff into year three, I think. I think so, yeah, I think so. So yeah, I am going to keep going because it is getting better as I go along. There's like a fun autopsy mechanic where you have to like maintain the corpses that go into the graves, then decorate the graves to make sure they're all pretty. And the church stuff is kind of interesting. And there's some quests and a little bit of intrigue. Like, I haven't even unlocked the town. I'm in, like, a little village, and I, I need a pass to get to the town. So I'm going to keep going, but it's just... I would not recommend it to people if they haven't played Stardew Valley, because it's just... Yeah. A, it's such a similar product, and it's not as good as it. But yeah, that kind of summarizes the little journey I went through on this month, looking for a replacement... Not really a replacement, just a substitute for Factorio slash Stardew Valley. And it was pff, kind of unsuccessful. Mm. Stationers was a was a bit um what's the word I'm looking for not arrogant um not arrogant. pompous no uh, obnoxious uh, that's the word I'm looking for oh, it was obnoxious okay. in its inventory management uh oxygen not included is great but it's not finished and graveyard keeper is just uh, it's a little bit of polish away from meeting the magic that Stardew Valley does so I'm back to square one I might just play Factorio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, thankfully there's only about two more weeks of this misery left. Uh, yeah. Games are out again. Mother just going to play Factorio when I want that type of game or just be patient and wait for Satisfactory. And if Satisfactory doesn't do what I want it to be, then I'm just going to have to go back to Factorio because that game is great. It's just, whew, it's not pretty to look at that game. No, that is a brown ass game. Yes, and you know graphics on everything, but color palette, color palette, and aesthetics really help. Uh, just keep you engaged when it's color not an eyesore. Satisfactory really does look very good. Doesn't oh it? <laughs> man, I, I need it. I need it. It's such like an untapped genre of games, like nerdy yeah. automation factory stuff. I don't know. I don't even know what to call it. But there's some called that every time. Call yeah, it exactly that. That long-winded. <laughs> genre is the one i'm sticking yeah. with but yeah i cannot wait for satisfactory the only one i would recommend is oxygen not included uh i would oxygen not, not included is great it needs mm. to be finished but man that's going to be a great game when it's uh, complete because it's god it's got such good charm and art style and the systems are fun and stuff turns to shit and it's highly entertaining very easy to play cool. and listen to podcasts as well yeah neat but yeah that that is pretty much all i have done uh, since the last podcast. I can't believe you didn't play any JRPGs to completion. No. <laughs> one a year. One a year for me, I think. Oh, yeah. One a year. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, do ben, I'm done. Ben, did you play any JRPGs? Did I play any JRPGs? Yeah, uh, fully. All um, the way through. Uh, yeah, what what JRPGs didn't I play to completion? Nice train. Um, nice train. Beat Octopath mm. Traveler yet? 100 hours? 120? Uh, 130. Anyway, get your facts. Get your facts. Jesus straight. Christ! Sorry, really? Sorry. 130 hours? No. I'm <laughs> pulling all of this out of my ass. I have yeah. no idea. I, I thought you were just <laughs> yeah. saying the average, like how long to be of Octopath. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. I, yeah. I. You know what? Probably. I... That's 
70. That's long as shit. Yeah, 50 to 70, 50 to 100 hours. Yeah, that yeah. sounds about <laughs> No. 72 hours, the main and extra. No, 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 no. No thanks. Um, guess I'll start things off uh, touching back on uh, End of the Gungeon because I picked it up on Switch. Um, since I had it on PC already. Uh, it, it, I would, I regret buying it on the switch. Uh, just the, with the way that the way my hands are with the controller. Um, but I've been playing it in tablet mode, which is a big mistake. So I'm going to try playing it with the, uh, controller handle, Mm. but, uh, Gungeon Man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's got that little bug in my brain where I I think about that game quite a bit. And so I'll probably keep going back to it for a good, good little bit. I like the rolling. I like the, I like the gunplay a lot. I don't find it difficult. Well, have um, you beat it? You haven't beat it, have you? No. Well, it's yeah, fucking difficult then, isn't it? it, you loser? Nah. Beat the game. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I, yeah, I will. I, I will beat it. I don't understand. I, I like, it's not it. difficult, but you can't beat it. What are you talking about? Because I haven't had the time to sit down and properly get in the, like, get get going with it. So just fuck off. You can't. But you, it, oh, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. If you can't that beat the game, it's not very it, hard. But I haven't beaten it yet. No, yeah. no, they're not the same at all. Enter the Gungeon is oh, pure sure. um, rogue, not a rogue light. It's rogue, rogue like. It's the you just if, if it's not. What easy, are you saying? <laughs> what are you talking about? Rogue light and rogue like are different genres, Ben. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, uh, yeah. Re- very <laughs> anyway, different. I don't find it difficult, but fuck. <laughs> so beat it. <laughs> dip- okay, I will. Like, just give me some time. Fuck, I work a full time job for God's sake. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Chill. It's a hard game to beat. A, I just bought a house. Like, fuck, I don't have time to sit down and play 90 games. I'll, I'll beat Gungeon and I'll fucking laugh at the baby mode game it is. You won't beat Enter the Gungeon. <laughs> no, you would not boy, beat that you. game. 1v1 me, Enter the Gungeon. I bet you anything, you would not You would not beat that game. Spanked. If there's, worse, if there's one thing you should not do is put my back against the wall. Sure. Because I will probably... <laughs> I bet you, you will not be Enter the Gungeon. And I will need physical proof of it as well. Alright, well, I'll do it then. Do it. Yeah, it's a fun game. It's it it is, yeah. Fuck. Easy mode. <laughs> um, downloaded Mad Max on a whim. Because I didn't have... Because ra- I thought I bought Rage, and I didn't buy Rage. <laughs> so, I started playing Mad Max uh, to kind of counter that a bit. And I'm have, I have... Hmm, how much time do I have into how Mad Max? How much is Rage right now on Steam? $13. Oh, wow. Uh, Mad Wait, Max. did you beat Darksiders? Did I beat Darksiders? I did not. Oh, okay. Never mind. So I'm just jumping just around. Put Sorry. a, f- I put uh, a couple hours into Mad Max and uh, really uh, am enjoying it quite Can a bit. Can you say actually. what you said to me yesterday about Mad Max? What did I say about it? That you wanted to play all of it. Yeah. What's, what's wrong with I that? I like all of it. All fifty hours of it. Yeah, I'm gonna play it all the way through. What's wrong with that? Fuck. I like the way it plays. I like the. I like the. Uh, the I like the hand-to-hand combat, love the driving, I like the car <laughs> combat, and uh, I like that it's just go in and find all the shit at this, uh, like, in the mission, as opposed to there being, like, 2,000, so, yeah, I don't know, I just like the structure, I like the setup, and I think it's gonna be really fun, and it makes me, it makes me excited because it's Avalanche made, yeah, and then they're, are they working on Rage 2? They, yeah, they're making Rage 2. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's, that's what I'm... I'm looking forward. I, that's to that. just what I was saying at the beginning of 
when you were talking about Red Dead. I don't know. I, I, I realized this last night after you said you wanted to play all of Mad Max. I realized I have no fucking idea what you like about what you like in games. <laughs> <laughs> like you played like 70 hours of MGS5 and, and I think you like hated it, and, but also loved it. Yeah. Now you're like, you can't, you, you like bounce off of all these other games, but then you're like, I'm going to play all of Mad Max. <laughs> yeah, like, maybe. Oh, I don't know what he likes in games anymore. I, yeah. just, Me neither. I, I don't I play enough no games. Idea. It takes a long time to yeah. figure out what you like in games. Yeah. It's true. Like, I'm still trying to figure well, out. I think you like checklists is what you're, what I, I like. What it I, like. And I always default to the, like, to our multiplayer games because I like sharing those experiences with you guys. Like I like sharing the PUBG experience, all the ups and downs with you guys. I like to play Rocket League alone because um, I like listening to music and I am just good at that game and can turn my brain off and, and absolutely yeah. dunk on bad kids for three <laughs> hours at Rocket League. Um, and, and it's just a multiplayer game, so I think it's pretty mindless. But um, yeah, like my whole goal at the start of the year was to play more single player games and I done, <laughs> done fucked up because I... <laughs> I blew my wad on MGS5 you, in like you played three all, god. You played like 70 hours of MGS5 in like 10 days. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it my, was alarming. I blew my wad. I was big a little league. worried. Uh, and so I'm done like, I'm done trying to manage my own games list because I cannot, I cannot commit to a game. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I don't know if yeah. you guys want to talk about it. I, I offered up the topic yesterday. I don't know if you want to go into it, but like, how do you choose during a quiet period of gaming what stuff you want to play? And you can edit I'm, this out if you don't want to talk about it. No, I'm I'll, yeah. I'm totally down. I want Ben to answer that with how do you choose what game you're going to play, yeah. Ben? Because you don't play many games a year. I have so I I've I've put myself into this gymnasium full of play toys, and I just <laughs> don't know. I and see all, all it turns them. out all you need is a shovel and some sand. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> all I see around, like, I see all of the games I have and all the games I could play, and I'm just don't, I just don't know which one to fucking pick. I just don't, I don't know which one to, I don't know which one to start. Yeah. I, I have, I am overwhelmed with choice. Yeah, and yeah. so I, I, I yeah, it's. It's it's too much, and I don't know where to start because I have all these games I want to play, and I I want to play them all a medium amount, and so nothing <laughs> uh, like nothing particularly yeah. jumps out at me. Um, I remember when Dawson said he plays one game at a time, and I found that absolutely mind blowing that someone can do that because I think the way I usually run my backlog is I I'm the opposite. I will happily just start a game when I have like six other games going because you can just try out a game. And you don't have to commit to playing that game just because you've done, like, the first hour. You can just, like, give it a taste tester, you know, see what it's yeah, like. He's a, yeah, he's a guy who refuses to not play a game through. And I think if you, like, try, like, ten games and then you know how they play, you know if you're going to be into it. And then when the mood strikes, like me this month, I didn't have, you know, an actual Factorio game. But you yeah. do get in certain moods. Like, sometimes I want to shoot shit. Sometimes I want to yeah. do puzzle games. And sometimes I want to do a Factorio game. And if you have, like, a wild a wide range of games that you've at least tried that you can be like, you know what? I'm going to commit to this and give this a go for the mm. month. I've always found that to be quite yeah. a good strategy. I think to me, it's, it's, uh, so to, to, to go about that method, you're rolling more dice on more games and, and, yeah. and, and it does have pro like that certainly doesn't pros. I, I, from my experience, 
and my perspective uh think that the the cons outweigh the pros in that scenario like i'm not gonna get my yield or i'm not gonna get the game that made buying 10 games to get the game i wanted to play worth it it depends so if that's... you do plan to play it one day like i tried an yeah. hour of pyre this month and yeah. i just was like yeah. i'm not in the mood for this type of game even though yeah. i can tell one day i will be in the mood i was just like eh. it's not a cheap way to <laughs> to, to play no games it's even. not so it's like yeah so that's but i i i, I very much enjoy that logic that's a really great i, I actually really like that system that you have um, Give a little and I didn't really taste. Yeah, I didn't really know. Uh, I, yeah, I wasn't really sure how you went about because I you're always playing something different. Like I see it on Discord, and and so it's like I know that you do have some free time, so you spend yeah. your time playing games. And it seems I've I've during even before we started talking about this particular topic, I and you were talking about Grave Digger. I was like, Joe probably sets aside he sets aside his time per day for his games. Like he literally carves out his schedule for what games he's going to play from like this it's time been, to this time. It's been different because of taking a break from making the myth videos with Defender House. Yeah. So my schedule has literally been wake up, oh, yeah. have free time and then stream for like four to two hours. Yeah. That might change, you know, when Red Dead and Fallout 76 are out and I'm actually making content for Defender House again. But it's been a really yeah. nice, quiet time over this year. So I've for definitely sure. had more free time to just play video games. Yeah. I, uh, so, but yeah, but beyond that, ultimately it comes for me, it's like, I want it. I want to play rage Two yeah. now. <laughs> and so I was yeah. like, I'm going to play the closest thing to it. And I think that's mm. why I started Mad Max. Yeah. That was kind mm. of what I did. I wanted satisfactory now. So I played a bunch of shit. <laughs> yeah. so like with with darksiders i wanted to play something that i didn't have to give a shit about like i just i just want a game that like that isn't overwhelming me with choice or isn't pulling me in 10 different directions like i get caught up i get i as a person just get too caught up in open world games that i feel like i'm being pulled in 10 different directions and don't know where to start because i just want to do every fucking, yes. i want to do every side yeah. quest and i get pulled in every direction i've heard um, and, a lot of people say that they found breath of the wild to be incredibly overwhelming to the point where yeah some people i'm quit. I, i'm i am intimidated as fuck i've to, always been quite good at just like, breaking things game. down into like small tasks i'm like i want to do this one tower and then i'm like i'd want to do another thing and i don't really look at those games in the grand scale of how yeah. much shit there is to get done but i think i think you looking forward to rage 2 coming out i think that is a sign that you are in the mood for something along those lines that's how i kind of determined my mood i was like we were on discord and i was like i really fancy playing anthem or metro and to me that says Mm. that i'm in the mood for like an open world game or something with a new world to discover if that makes sense i think you can take those cravings or the games you want to most play now and translate that into this is the type of game that I'm in the mood for, which is probably why you're like, I could play 50 hours of Mad Max right now. Yeah. I don't know if I have any logic to picking games. Fuck if I understand your logic. James' logic I, uh, is it is it just came out and there's a zeitgeist it, and I'm yeah. in it. Is there a price? Is there a price? Price? Is it- oh, I put my credit card here? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I got the... Oh, I get the game. Got the game now. Yeah. Game I like time. new games... Yeah. Uh, I'm bad about if I play an hour of a game and I'm either gonna play it until I'm done with it, which is either I beat the game mm-hmm. or I get bored of it, or I'm never playing it again. Like yeah. 
I have played the first hour of many games and never come back to it. Yeah, but that's kind of like the taster uh, thing I said. I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah, but to do. like, no, no, but like, even if it's something that I might like, I, I'm very bad about. If I, if I don't go th- like play a ton of it, I'm never coming back to it. Okay. Regardless of whether or not I like to it, <laughs> uh, whether or not I liked it. I need to. Uh, I need to shotgun it. That's how I. That's yeah, I, pretty much. I did that with and Bioshock Infinite, and that's the last game I really remember before Metal Gear Solid Five. Um, Bioshock Infinite was like the first single, the last single player game I remember like putting into my mouth and pulling the trigger on. Just, like, <laughs> Christ, that was like five years ago, and it was yeah. ten hours long. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I yeah, and I caved it. I caved it in twenty two hours. I played it through twice. Wow, once yeah. on hard and second on the hardest difficulty. I found all the collectibles. Wow. I did it in two playthroughs because I fucking. Yeah, I just when I do it, I do it, and that's mm. that's what I need to do. I just keep a little backlog yeah, list, which helps me like, but oh yeah, shit, I forgot about that game. I'm in this specific mood. I'm gonna give it a go. My problem is like I'm for the last like five years, pretty pretty much this entire gen, I stay on top of every new release, mm. right? Mm. Uh, and I either play it or i don't play it because i know i'm not going to play it um and so when the dry spells come around it's like well like i've played all these games yeah you know all these new ones like every major indie or triple a release for this gen i've either played it or i've skipped it because i know i don't want to play it and so now it's just like then it's either you know do i then it's like Ben's scenario where it's like I have almost I have almost 500 games in my Steam library. I have we have like 250 in our PS4 library, Joe. Like I, I have with all the Xbox back compat stuff, my Xbox has like 150 things. So it's like, do I then open a list of nearly a thousand games and be like, uh, what I uh, yeah. hmm, uh eh, you know, and I scroll through it, and I'm like ah eh. I don't know what to do, and then I just don't play anything. You've got to be nerdy like um, me and make a list. I think one thing that deters me as well, and I think Jameson, you might echo this, is, and it's one thing I want to get better at for for this podcast, and maybe just for the future in general. Is like I don't want to play a game that I'm not going to be able to talk to anybody about and share, or get their opinion on how they interpreted the game as well. Like if I'm playing a game that no one else, and like particularly our group has played. Mm. I find that a little bit, I find it, yeah, I, I'm less inclined to play a game I know nobody in the group has played. Wait, there's, Witcher, there is, there's like going to be no games that me and Jameson haven't played. Mm. It's kind of true, though. And then you went yeah, for Mad for Max sure. as well. <laughs> I know, I know. And that that one was my own, that one was I've my own. I've played Mad Max. I'm not, I'm not saying there's yeah. anything wrong with it, man. So it was like... Um, Jameson did play, but yeah, that's I, true. I feel I felt like Mad Max would bring an interesting conversation, yeah. not only to the podcast, but just like to, to play. To you have you have this podcast as your outlet to express. I've played a total of ninety minutes of Mad Max. <laughs> I've probably played more Mad Max than you. With this, I have, yeah. So yeah. it's like it. Uh, yeah, to me, I do find it harder playing games too that I know that uh, I have nobody to talk to about. So like, part of the fun yeah. with Metal Gear Solid Five was like updating Jameson on and Dawson on my and like and YouTube jokes you've played it. But like updating the chat on my progress mm. because it's just I like sharing. My, I like sh- I, you guys know me. I fucking love sharing. Besides this podcast, which if you listen to this podcast, you would not know this because I don't <laughs> talk about video games very much. But I very much enjoy sharing my opinions, my perspective on media, television, music, video games, 
if I ever play them. Yeah. And so, uh, if if I'm playing something that no one else has played, I do find it hard to talk about because I know that they don't have an opinion built, or they don't have that experience. And so I do. True, yeah, but you I do but you have the podcast, man. I know to express which those is, opinions yeah, which is to the people. Th- through this conversation, I have realized that yeah, I can do this because that's literally what you guys have been doing to me since we started the podcast of talking about games that I have not played and probably will not play, but I do enjoy engaging in the conversation. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, so I don't know what's wrong with me is what I'm saying. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I just you know like yeah, I've played almost everything that's new or was worth playing and so now it's just like either really obscure games and that i'm like often not in the mood for which i and i leave them installed like i have uh the red strings club which is like a pixel uh adventure game which sounds it's cyberpunk and it it sounds really good but i'm just not in the mood for Mm -hmm. it and i have you know the banner saga which i want to play but i just it's a again like a point and click adventure that i'm just not in the mood for and then it's like well, there's Psychonauts, but like... You have to be in a race. I don't actually know if you will be able to go back years to old. it. Yeah. I mean, I, what I, I played, you know, an hour and a half of it, and it was like, this is good. Oh, cool. Uh, this is pretty playable, but like, I just sort of was like, yeah, whatever. You know, like, I have a list <laughs> of old games that I want to play, but I just... The mood has to really strike you to go backwards, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, I, and I think partially because of... Um, when I really started playing lots of games, I, I don't have, I rarely have an, an interest in going back to old games because uh, they're hard to go back to. Like they're yeah. old, they're fucking old. Like you go back to the PS2 and earlier generation, it, like those games are, the, a lot has changed in 15 years. Yeah. I actually went um, uh, through my backlog, which I keep on that website that we use, Jameson, for review roulette, uh-huh. and I had like a moment where I cleansed it of stuff. I had to have like a reality check. And I was like, no, I am yeah. I'm nice. not playing this stuff. Like I looked at KOTOR and I'm like, I'm never playing KOTOR. Like yeah, I, I, did have, that to, I have to be real with myself year. here. I'm never yeah. playing KOTOR. Unless it's remastered yeah. to look really good. I'm not going back to play KOTOR. Yeah. There's like, yeah. And I do, I kept some stuff. Like, I had all the Zeldas on there, and I'm like, I'm not playing the DS Zeldas ever. I cleanse them. No. I left Skyward Sword in there because it's a nice 3D Zelda, and I don't mind playing those. But I, I definitely, I had a purge the other day. There was still yeah. 118 games in here. It still helps you refocus <laughs> your priorities, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that, it still helps you out a bit. But I just had to be, like, more realistic and be like, I, I think I will play this stuff. I've got, like, it's like, I see, like, Gravity Rush. I'll try those games. Hyperlight Drifter. And then this stuff like Jade Empire, I'm like, mm, I'm, I'll keep it no. there just in case. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But there's like, yeah, I did a little bit of a purge the other day of stuff where you have to be realistic. Yeah. Sometimes I look at stuff yeah, like I, Mario Sunshine. I'm like, uh, I, okay, I'll leave Mario Sunshine on there. I could go back to Mario Sunshine, but stuff like KOTOR, you will tell yourself, yeah, I'll go back. I'll play Okami. I mean, it, like, yeah, mm-hmm. I've started KOTOR like four times and every time I'm like, no, I can't. Oh my, I'm kidding myself. Yeah. I can't play this. Um, so yeah, I mean, yes, I, it's unfortunate for me, but like I am because of the type of games I like, I am more inclined to, or, or I prefer new big AAA games. Like that's just the way I am. I mean, I certainly like some indie stuff for sure. Uh, and some more obscure things like divinity or whatever, but 
you know, when it, when it comes to the drought, I just uh, there's like I've played all the things that I want to play, you know. Yeah. And there's got to be something uh, else though. There's plenty of things that I've missed that I wish I had played. Right. But the urge to play them now is non-existent. Mm. It's just like the time has passed. I don't give a shit. Like I can't play everything, you know, just like I can't watch every movie or read every book. It's it's impossible. And so I just go like, eh, whatever. I'll just stare at the ceiling until I pass out. <laughs> My brand is strong. <laughs> My brand is strong, yes. Yeah. Um, That's interesting because so, yeah, it's I, never a situation that I will be in. I will always have a, a pretty lengthy backlog of things to go to. But one thing I've had to be... I'm also... You can go. I was just going to say, I'm also fine with these droughts. Even though like I, I have been genuinely and jokingly complaining about how horrible it has been which to be fair this drought has been from the end of april like it's been way longer than it has been for years mm -hmm. and it's but like i whatever like i'm i'm fine like I, I have movies i have books i have tv i have work you know we play a lot of games to make videos out of uh and it's not like i we're not i'm not playing anything and i know that from september through to the end of like march it's going to be nonstop new things. And by the end of March, I'm going to be like, fuck video games. I don't want to play anything for like a month. I hate all this shit. Yeah. Um, so I'm okay with going for long periods of time where I play very little. Uh, I think the most important thing it'll be countered. is that you're just playing whatever the fuck you want to play. I think mm -hmm. I can get into a bad habit of like looking at my backlog and being like, oh man, I... I'm going to look for an example. Um, oh, I have to go back and play Dark Souls 2. Could I play Dark Souls 1 and 3 and Demon Souls and Bloodborne? I can't just leave Dark Souls 2 out. Yeah. But I'm like, I would much rather be playing something else. So mm -hmm. why not just play the thing that I want to play? <laughs> Maybe one day I'll be like, yeah, I really fancy a Dark Souls. But I just... You guys are not in the situation because you are you don't ha do the backlog thing like me. You don't log it down. But for me, it can be very easy to feel like i have an obligation because i'm like oh i'm a i'm someone who's deeply in gaming and i want to be in the industry and i feel like i should be this bank of knowledge who's played every game so that when i go forward in the future i am i don't really know how i'm going to conclude where i'm going with that i am ugh, an encyclopedia an encyclopedia of gaming experiences and characters mm -hmm. and i know everything about the industry but it's just like i'm supposed to be having fun <laughs> you know yeah, like you have you could you could have to limit that to the things you want to play. Yeah. Like it's But we'll you know. I'll keep giving things a go. I plan to like try Ori in the Blind Forest or eventually try Okami. But I'm just gonna do yeah. I'm just gonna try things. I'm not gonna be like, I have to beat this game, I have to see the credits roll because I gotta be someone who's beaten these games so that people will take me seriously. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Where it's like I I've never had that where it's like, you know, Laugh at me all you fucking want for never playing a Zelda game. I don't give a shit. And I know myself. I know I will never, ever play those old games. Mm -hmm. I, and I don't care. That's fine. Yeah. Come at, I, you know, I don't give a shit. It, maybe it taints my, my, my wisdom and knowledge of what video games should be, but I don't give a shit. Because it's not like <laughs> movies where people are like, you haven't seen The Matrix? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you haven't seen <laughs> you haven't seen The Green Mile? Because movies, like, just take two hours out of your day. Just sit down, grab some popcorn, take two hours out of your day. But, like, yelling at someone, like, you haven't played The Last of Us? It's like, well, sometimes people don't have 15 hours, you know? People will yell at you for not playing ocarina of time though yeah and it's like well no i don't want to emulate ocarina of time and play like a 20 hour n64 game i wasn't there yeah. for it 
Exactly. It's not the same as movies. So, yeah. So Ben is right. I'm addicted to the zeitgeist. Fucking come on, haters. I don't give a shit. Well, well, Ben had a point where, like, it's fun to talk about it. So my favorite game in memories is, like, when me and you played Bloodborne when it was first released mm-hmm. side by side. I loved The Witcher 3 because me, you, and Dawson were all in... We had our own little group and we were just talking about our experiences. And The Witness? Yeah, and The Witness. Mm. Oh, yeah. The Witness, yeah. The Zeitgeist is fun. Yeah. I mean, I will always play games yeah. outside of The Zeitgeist because I like playing games. I like talking to them, talking to you guys about them. Oh, you talk to your games too? That's good. I, I do that. Good well. game. You're, you're a good little game. Little boxes. God, <laughs> God, you're a good game. But, you know, I had an I had an itch after seeing Doom Eternal to play Doom and I'm replaying Doom. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think my biggest problem is just that I stay very on top of the new games. and uh, Yeah, it is a problem. I don't, you need to stop playing it's games. It's not like Ben, you know, where, you know, you, ha- you missed, you didn't play God of War or Horizon. It's like, you know, I played those and everything else that came out last year, you know, I, I keep a list of every new game release I play and this entire generation every year, it's like 40 new games. I think if you missed... Released that year. I think if you, you know, missed God I, of War <laughs> and what was the other one Ben missed? Horizon. Horizon. You probably just aren't interested in in that type of game. Well, yeah. Because they're of such high quality that so. if you were interested in that format at all, of like st- storytelling, you would play them. Because they're fucking amazing. A good, I watched a good amount of God of War to see that it is more linear than I anticipated. Ooh, um, really? I, I, uh, <laughs> it was more of. linear. No, I know, I know, I know. But it was more linear than I anticipated. Oh. I expected it to be a lot. Like, I know... You can go anywhere and do anything at any time, but wow. uh, watching it, the main quest line, it, the the way that game paces itself makes it feel like you can just play that game right straight through if you want. Yeah, and like, yeah, you could. Like, yeah, you could. You're right. Yeah. So it 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 looked like a linear game, but it, it it isn't, and and so that was interesting. Horizon is a game to me that is one of those being pulled in different bunch of different directions hmm. type situations. So, so what you're saying is you like. But that's open why it's world. weird when you say. That's why it's weird when you say you're liking Mad Max because when I played Mad Max, I got past the tutorial and it was like, here's a Ubisoft open world where there's towers and there's all these fucking things on the map and the combat and driving is all like, it's fine. It doesn't do anything for me. Hmm. Uh, And it's just like this massive checklist of do these 80 different things. And I was like, fuck this. Uh, So it's it's just so confusing to me that you like it, which is fine. It's just, just the... What does Ben like? Game? He's going through discovery. Question. He'll figure it out. It's unknowable. Because <laughs> you, you also boys, played like 40 hours of Monster Hunter, didn't you? Yeah, something like that. Around there. God, you're a mystery. I, got, I would go back and play more. But <laughs> boys, I think, what, I think what we've determined here is I need help. Yes. Um, I know. Are you calling uh, for help? I'm, I'm, call for help. Call for help. Call, call for help. Um, do you guys have anything in mind? Oh, so Joe, why don't you explain what's happening? Okay. Well, I was I was gonna try and bleed through it a little oh. bit more organically. No, no, we have we to lay out that this is a new thing. This is a segment yeah, yeah. of the podcast we are introducing, where I thought it's called Force Ben. Yeah, basically, when there's a quiet time in gaming news, etc., Ben can sometimes not have as much to say in the podcast than me and Jameson. To the point where I think there was one one podcast where Ben really didn't get to say much because <laughs> it was yeah, just it was, like yeah, it was when you were talking about Mario or something. One one podcast, yeah, a couple, <laughs> maybe three or four. Yeah, yeah. and it, That's fine. and as we, I'm sure J- Jameson sees all three audio tracks. He's probably like, Jesus, fuck, yes, dude. I was do. Audio? Let me tell you, yours is pretty quiet. <laughs> yeah. So I had the idea of giving Ben a game to play each each month or so. 
and you can play as much of it as you want enough to at least form an opinion of it and then you've got to come back and you're going to have your own little review segment of the podcast we're going to call mm. it uh force ben to play games I thought I think Guinea if Game. I thought, ben has... I thought Guinea Game was good. Ooh, Guinea Game. Okay, we'll go for that. Interesting. Um, I think if Ben has any games that he wants, to, we Joe and I have a, a, are keeping a list. I think if Ben has any games that you want to play, Ben, you know, that you want on the list, you should let us know. Yeah, because I found that mine and Jameson's review roulette thing has been a really good tool to make me play games that I would probably never play. It's true. I never yeah. would have played. Yeah, I, I mean. Most of the things that I've played this summer during this drought have been for review roulette. Honestly, yeah, like, that's been fun. Like I played twenty hours of Portal Bridge Constructor. Mm. You yeah. know, and, that, and uh, that's what I mean. Like it's if I have, if I'm given direction, I will do it. That's kind of so. Where do you I'm at, do so. you have any games that you would like me to add to this list right now? Um, I also, don't know did you wait? Wait, just a second. Did you well, play the Titanfall Two campaign? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I uh, will we'll, if I want to add games, we'll do that later. Um, okay. I don't want to. You're right. You're right. Yes, I don't want to hold right. things up, but um, yeah. If you guys have selected a game, um, um, very it's called We Happy Few. I was really worried it was gonna be We Happy. Few. It's, 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 not. it's not. <laughs> it's not. Thanks. Fuck. God, I said that. Imagine? Man, I was dun- yeah. like when I was dunking on that game because yeah. we came up with the idea for this, and then right after that, something popped in the the big boy chat with the with everyone, and I was like, I just start shitting on We Happy Few, and I'm like, I just wrote my own fucking death certificate <laughs> with this yep. motherfucker we, right here. We should clarify: we're not going to be making this a a low. Let's force Ben to play a shitty game type thing. Yeah, that's not that's mm-hmm. not the purpose. It's just to play a yes. game that I think would make a good talk. And the first game might seem like it's in that category, but it's not specifically just a shitty game. It's a really weird game that we can all talk about, and that I think I tried to talk about it once, and it was so confusing. The format of the game is so strange, I don't think I really put it into very clear terms. And Jameson played it and never talked about it, so we can talk about this next time. The game, which is on Game Pass, so it's free for you, Ben, is Recore. Yeah, I fucking called that. <laughs> Jameson told me you thought it was coming. Yeah, I fucking called that shit a mile away. But yeah, all right. Play, I played that pretty successfully, though, when you called it. And I was like, oh, I should add that to the list. I, I saw right through that shit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, bullshit. Like, no, I, I know bullshit. for real. I was like, because you asked, or like Joe brought up Game Pass a while ago. And I was yeah, like, it's going yeah. to be fucking recorded. Yeah. Because- Jameson was like, should we change it? Could he suspect it? And I was like, it's, it's too good. Because Jameson never talked yeah. about it. And I want yeah. to talk about it again Recor- because it's so weird. Yeah. God, that game! I don't is so think Recore. You might like Recore. I I kind of like. It's Recor- really not that yeah. bad. That's why I said we're not yeah. going to force you to play terrible yeah. games. It's not that bad, but it's so. I didn't. I didn't beat it. I played about twelve hours of it, and then got to a point where I was like, "Yeah." Fuck There's this so game, many weird design choices in that game I've never seen before. Recore is kind of good. I, don't I know. will play Recore. Yeah, it's not too bad. Kinda, so that's your assignment. It's on PC, but, so yeah. And then we will have a little conversation about Recore. You don't have to beat it. I didn't even beat it because it gets so oh, no, fucking no, no. hard at the don't end of the game. It. Oh my god, it gets yeah. so hard. But you yeah. could just get to the final boss, which is not the end of the game because this game is fucked up and doesn't understand what it's doing. God, it's so weird. I, I want to talk about it. I, I will play ReCore. I look forward to discussing it. Yeah, and it, there's not boys. much story stuff in it, so it's quite a good podcast game. No, you can play it with a headphone. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a good, it's a good podcast game. You, there's pretty much like one guy you meet in the whole world, so there's not much dialogue yeah. going on. Nice little podcast game. 
should we do this while when new games are coming out like are you gonna play any of the new games this fall <laughs> honestly right now well yeah like aside so, from fallout fallout uh, i'm probably gonna get black ops 4 you can't really um, force ben to spend 60 dollars on a game though no 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 i know no no i mean should we do this like give him the from the list during like i don't i want to know what, no, what are you playing what do you no, think you're gonna play this fall ben uh fallout and cod and probably PUBG. okay okay so we can keep giving you games during the the fall i'll let you guys know okay okay like that uh, and I, I like that i like that um like, like you might I'm play not... you might get the destiny expansion oh yeah i certainly you don't you really but don't need to like play it. like a huge amount of these games just enough to form a conversation yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah whatever yeah, you yeah. might really like recore and beat it beat it and play it all Jeez. the problem is i need to play more games so i know what i like yeah it's true all right, that, boys. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, ooh, yeah, it's been two hours. Yes. Yeah, it was, this one, this one. I'll be honest. Uh, I'll be honest with the audience as well. Pull, pull back the kimono a bit here. This one went a little bit longer than than I anticipated. Yeah, it but, happens. Uh, it happens when we get into impassioned discussions. Um, if you enjoyed listening to us discuss uh, games and also not games, um, make sure you hit that like button. Maybe uh, share it with a friend. That you know who uh, likes listening to long form game discussions. We also uh, have audio only links. Uh, we have a Podbean account, so if you have Podbean on your phone, make sure that you um, you can download the audio only version of this uh, podcast over there at uh, defendthehouse.podbean.com. Yep, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, po- sorry, the other way around. Pod- Podbean.com. No, no, you're right. No, it is. It is defendthehouse.podbean.com. Cool. Sorry. Okay. That's okay. Um, so there's an option for you there. Um, follow us on Twitter at Defend the House. Um, uh, and watch Trapped. Let's go ahead and watch no. Trapped, or, or don't do, watch Trapped. I don't know. Oh, Join it's us. So it's so I just bad. wanted to plug Trapped because I love it. It's, trapped is good. The games are bad. <laughs> thank, thank you so much for joining us again. We will see you shortly. Bye bye.